on this episode. If I can see where that joke's heading, if if I can give you a tag, it's like I think women who watch porn are like women who play video games. Yeah, you may enjoy this, but bitch, did you buy the strategy guy? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host Adam. He's still not happy to be here or anywhere. Radliff, look, I've been told I have a very rosy uh, disposition, so I don't know what you're talking. You about. have a very rosy face. That's true. Uh, that's probably from the drinking um, <laughs> or rosacea. I don't know. Might be genetics. Maybe. Uh, also on the show today, we have special guest Kenjamin Alonzo. Hello. Thank you for coming on, dude. Thanks for having me. So when did you start going by Kenji versus Kenjamin? In, uh, in the, the comic scene? Because, is it only the comedy scene? Um, I Everybody calls me Kenji. Right. Like, that, that was my nickname growing up. That's what my mom wanted to name me. Right. And your dad's like, no. <laughs> well, the way I remembered it... It was my dad was no, and then I asked her recently, and she was like, "Oh, nobody liked it." <laughs> she was like, she, "She was like, my grandma didn't like it." She was like, "Nobody liked it." The shorter so, version, yeah, Kenji. That's what she wanted to call me. So she came up with Kenjamin. She said, like, "Kenji could be a nickname. I could just call him that." And then his full name would be Kenjamin. And everybody seemed to agree, but everybody calls me Kenji. So I was like, "I think all y'all are just difficult. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. Why the hell you put up the stink?" Something. So your mom was a genius. I think so. She's like, "Okay, I'll give you." Act like I'm appeasing you, but I'm going to get what I want in the end anyway. Yeah, and everybody calls me Kenji, and that's, yeah, that's fine. And then, you know, I switch it back and forth between what I want to be called on stage. I really need to figure it out. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just gives you something that you can throw shade at. If somebody, like, announces you or brings you up as Kenjamin, you're like, this motherfucker. <laughs> well, I'm really just trying to hide shit online by using my full name. You know, you got to push that bad shit down the search results. Savvy move. <laughs> See, I always wondered why um, people... Use stage names. I'm like, that's just some weird shit. Like, I didn't. Sometimes like it. they hide from shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, and like, um, a comic recently got like a teaching job, so he started going by a completely different name. Yeah, that's another reason. And I was like, they're overreacting. Until recently, my boss like found the podcast because he just searched my name and podcast. Oh my goodness, I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, not good. But I never say anything bad. So I mean. Until today. It. Listen here, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. But why would, all right, I'm curious. Why was he just randomly searching? Does he just do that to all his employees? Like, let me see what these motherfuckers are up to. Yeah. Let me see if they have a podcast where they specifically mention me and how they hate my work. Yeah. yeah. No, I love my job. Don't yeah. But, um, no, that's like, not I, what he says off air. Don't listen to these people. But, uh, <laughs> but no, like, I would, like, I always had to, um, Leave work on time, basically on Tuesdays. Cause I got this going on, so I'm like, oh, gotta go do this. Mm-hmm. And he asked, and I'm up, I'm up front. He's a cool guy. Like he's not gonna be a bust my balls. So if I tell him what I'm doing, plus he's a big comedy fan. He knows I do comedy. So yeah, yeah. So my like my direct boss didn't really know what I was doing because you know I didn't really talk to him. But another guy who used to be my manager, but then we worked on the same project. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
you know, I kind of had to tell them when I was going out of town because they would want to send me to other places. It was just like, hey, I got to go to New York for this thing. Like, oh, what you going for? I was like, well, I could lie or I could tell <laughs> yeah. them the exact. I was like, I have no real reason to lie. So I was like, I told him, I was like, yeah, I do comedy and I got this gig up. He was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So I wonder if he has ever Googled me. That ought to be interesting. He probably has. Yeah. Probably. Or maybe not. I'm not that interesting at work. I kind of, very different that's at work. That's what would make, that would, that would actually make them more curious. <laughs> it's like, this guy does comedy. It's like, this fucking straight lace, no talking guys doing comedy. I, the, the world needs me. That's all the people who are talking about work think. I'm lucky. Both my, my boss doesn't know how to use his phone or his computer. He doesn't even know what a podcast is. One day he's like, why are you leaving? Going to a podcast. What's that? I was like, radio show on the internet? Oh, that's, I don't, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> he just heard internet and gave him, yeah. ah, internet. Yeah. <laughs> these kids these days and their electrons. I was like, like, all right. <laughs> I was like, I'm You're good. trying to stay ignorant at this point. <laughs> yeah. you, are, you are actively against learning. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't blame people like that because I feel like, uh, What's I mean, funny? it's an inconvenient way to live, but. It, it's very inconvenient. My boss, uh, my boss didn't have Facebook. And I'm like, that's genius. If I didn't do comedy, I think I would drop Facebook. Like, probably. I've thought um, about it. Like, if I if I wasn't on comedy, I wouldn't really need Facebook because you know you get gigs, you you get followers, you do stuff like that. Right. Um. And then there's a bunch of racism. Yeah. <laughs> so, racism. So like, you just got to take that with my comedy career. So it's like, uh, yeah, there's uh, that, block. and there's constant squabbling going on. Uh, with friends or relatives. It's just like the worst parts of society are amplified on Facebook. And uh, I don't even fuck with Twitter. I'm like, what's the point? No, thanks. I, I do a little bit of a tweeting. Um, it seems like, I don't know. Twitter seems like a little different. What was your different. last tweet about? Was it comedy or was it not? It was not comedy, was it? Um, Actually, I, this is the last thing I remember tweeting out because I, it was just now recently followed. But <laughs> uh, one of the things I tweet out, I usually don't tweet out like like comedy, comedy stuff, but I right. tweeted out, uh, and this might start a conversation here. I said, nobody knows more about your death than a Republican trying to justify your murder. Like nobody knows more about your life. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I tweeted that out like a year ago. Well re- yeah, like, you know, he smoked a joint when he was 13 once. <laughs> like he's 57 with kids and he's an engineer. But yeah, they yeah will, but they'll find that shit. <laughs> the gateway, though. Everyone knows. <laughs> that's actually a good. That's an interesting observation. Like, yeah, because they pull out like everything, like everything. Just like, how do you guys find this stuff? Is it not the case on the other side? The other side, I mean, the other side's not really... Would you... When the other side, you mean, like, white people? No, like, um... So, like, if there was somebody that was... Who the Democrats were trying to defend, and they were like, would they defend it with facts and stuff from the past, or would they just be like, they don't do that? That's well, so, so there's a misnomer, or... The, not misnomer, that's the wrong word. Excuse me, nerds out there, I... I misspoke. There's a misconception about how the two sides operate, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people think um, the Republicans and the GOP and conservatives are right, and the Democrats. You mean correct? Are left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when the Democrats are actually middle 
slash right of middle and the Republicans and conservatives are actually far right. So it's not a case of of defending this and defending that. It's usually a case of attacking and doing nothing, right? Yeah. So the Democrats do a lot of nothing and they say a lot of nothing and they do a lot of nothing and Republicans and conservatives, they do a lot of attacking, right? So they'll, like, so in the case of- how can you attack nothing? No, 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 no. I said the Democrats do nothing. Okay. The Republicans attack who they perceive to be an enemy, right? Uh So I, I remember I posted that because of George- Floyd's murder, mm-hmm. right? So it's so so that's the case. So you're saying if it was opposite, which is you tell me what's the opposite of a white cop killing a black man? <laughs> I guess a black cop killing a white guy. Oh, do you know the last? Do you know? Do you know the last time that happened? Probably a lot. Doesn't happen a lot, but here's the difference. I remember the last time I remember seeing it happen. It was uh, a black cop in Minnesota and. Uh, a white lady approached us. fucking popping off. Well, uh, a white lady approached uh, a black cop and he shot and killed her and he was immediately fired and brought up on charges of murder. Like immediately. Like there was no like, oh, we need to see the, vi-. like, you know what I mean? So that's the difference, uh-huh. right? There was no, we need to see uh, the murders. Like, oh, she was acting suspicious. It was like, he killed her. Boom. Like, and. Yeah, but how a, many a, fake a, twins did this lady try to pass off? <laughs> But the, yeah, I'm like at this point, I'm like, t- 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 like, what kind of joke can I make and not get canceled? Uh, based on your skin color and hair pattern, no, you got to walk that line, player. Yeah. <laughs> like, you look like you take away rights for fun. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, like, it's a Saturday. What are we going to do? I'm going to go out and impress some people. That's yeah. what I do I on should, a Saturday before the ball game. I incorporated that into a joke um, at one point. I was like, I know I look like the only way you would consider me an ally is like if you're at a march in charlottesville i was like because like i have like wrestling republican face yeah, yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, uh, i'm marching not just republican like this is a guy who marches like waves flags all over the place but uh now i've used a pretty moderate uh, to a degree I'm just, but uh yeah it's this it's a shitty situation all around but yeah, I don't know. So the tweet got followed by who? Um, recently, two two comedians um, retweeted it, and it was like from. Uh, it's a good observation. Yeah, it, it was it's funny. Yeah, and it was just out of nowhere. So that's the the last thing I remember. Mm. I just remember tweeting. That's usually the stuff I tweet. Um, it's usually not like funny, funny. Um, which I should remember to tw- because I, I have a separate not important for a comedian not important <laughs> no because I have a separate Twitter account where I try to tweet out my jokes and it's completely private and it's just more of a internet timestamp to say this is when I thought of it just in case there's any clash like oh I wrote that six months ago it's like thing. well I tweeted that out two years ago As so uh, that's where I just keep all my jokes <laughs> yeah. That's one way of documenting. Or it. that's when I you got first that idea. Heard that person say it's oh shit, but I get this on Twitter real quick. Well, not if they said it after me. I got that idea from Roy Wood Jr. He said, "Do that. Make a private account where you just uh, tweet out your jokes to yourself, your your premises. You know, just kind of like electronic timestamp." Smart thinking. I mean, I, I, how often has there been a big controversy? I guess we, locally, it's not a big deal. But if you were, uh, national, it happens all the time. Every now it and then, happens. But was, when was the last time there was a controversy? Well, it depends it on what you consider co- controversy. Like, is it controversial because you heard it, or is it controversial because it happened? Because it happens a lot, and a lot of people complain. I shouldn't say a lot of people complain, but people complain, but it doesn't always get back to you or to me. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we don't always run in the same circles as, like, you know, 
I don't say always, we don't run in the same circles at all <laughs> as actual working like pro comedians like right. so we don't know what their beefs are sometimes shit trickles down to us and we might catch it but we don't know <laughs> what they're talking about like oh you stole my joke like blah blah, blah. We, we don't know it probably happens right. i mean think about how much it happens in our scene it happens it seems to be happening more and more sometimes people come up they won't post anything but sometimes people come up to the top of you on my show and be like oh that's so and so yeah. And then, like it's it, you don't see it online, but that don't mean it's not happening. That's, that's true. That's true. But it seems like in in the way thing the Houston scene's been going, if it was a problem, people would be begging to make it like a Facebook post of the day. And uh, I just think it de- it depends on the players involved. You know, right. some people will take that route. Some people will not. Um, I think most people. How do you who- know a joke's stolen versus just this is two topical jokes that are similar well i think well all right so what if they aren't topical i think hey that's the first uh clue if something's topical yeah it's going to be well-worn material but it's also it's also wording it's also the premise you know it's the punchline you know where you take the joke um but getting away from topical you can pretty much tell like if a joke is stolen because like, of, because like of the premise, it's harder to find, but you know it when you see it. Yeah, of. basically, <laughs> for sure. Way to make it pervy, but yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, you know it when your dick's hard. Same thing with a good joke. Like, yeah, hey, oh, yeah. When you feel the tingle in your balls, you know it's stolen. Right, but I'm just saying, you know, pornography is an interesting topic to make a joke about. I might actually do one. I've noticed some differences in different kinds of porn, but uh, I'm going to write that out. Never been done before. Are you taking your first stab at a porn joke? <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't, I haven't done any porn jokes. because You're supposed to write what you know, and I'm uh, cl- clean as the driven snow. So You've never watched porn? No, I don't do that. Why? <laughs> I'm joking. That's oh. <laughs> you need to work on the sarcasm off- player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am off of it, though. I'm off of it. I'm, I it's good this- to take a break. Yeah, you, don't, like, you shouldn't be jerking off the porn like all the time. It, it, That's yeah. why your it should be like dessert, right? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Every now and then, you know, you just uh, see what they... I don't know they- if you talked about this on any of the episodes, but I, read the, I watched this like TED Talk, scared the shit out of me. Was it about porn desensitizing to you? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah like, it's, a, oh. it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Jesus Christ, why is this not more like bigger news? And it has me worried about the future. Like, no wonder the birth rates are going down. I don't know. I, the long-term effects of porn is yet to be discovered. But, but here's the thing. You know the younger generation watches less porn than we do. That's even scarier. No. Be, well, maybe it's because they're smarter and they get it, no, right? No, no, no. Can you, <laughs> have you not listened to the name of this podcast? <laughs> oh, y'all, oh, old motherfuckers stuck in their ways. Got it. <laughs> These young whippersnappers. Like, look. Yeah. You, like, well, well, let's hear your... Uh, your theory for that i mean that's just i don't really have a i don't really have a theory but i think it's like now if he was a republican he'd have a theory i i I think in general kids like when you have access to something right it's no longer novel like remember when we were growing up like that shit was novel like oh you got porn and then we got in the internet and so we just indulged like they've had cell phones since Since, they were eight they could go they could look it up they could i'm not saying you they should look at porn eight but it's not something they have to sneak so much and do. And it's like, all right, they could see it. And they can be like, all right, I don't need to 
Like this was, it's not something everywhere. Yeah. It's not something they have to fucking lust over. Like we, like we were fucking, that's a good point. Bridge trolls. We were monsters (laughs) looking for fucking porn and they don't have to, that I a thousand percent related to the foraging for porn. Yeah. And we, my group of friends growing up, we found porn in the woods of all things. (laughs) Like when you're telling this joke, I'm like this treasure trove. This is like a hundred percent. Some old white guy just left it there. Who's probably about to die. Who's like for the next generation. Yeah. Faded into mist oh, like no. a Thanos snap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we definitely stole some other teenage boys porn, I assume. But it was like an army surplus box, which was suspicious. Uh-uh. So it might have been. Su- <laughs> you <laughs> stole some non porn? Oh, he killed like three yeah. people when he found his porn visit. Richard Ramirez, you found his stash? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like what kind of like what kind of adult? I guess if you're married and you don't want your wife to catch it. It actually probably wasn't an adult now I'm thinking about it. No, no sane adult should be burying porn in the woods. Uh, I don't know some wives you well you have an insanely controlling wife if you just like it is better that I bury this (laughs) was it a magazine or a videotape it was magazines like that I have to bury this magazine in the woods then let her find it well we fucking found it for god's sake exactly because it was just like he you know when he's ready to go he doesn't want to have to dig it up like a dog looking for a bone he wants that shit under one sheet of leaves he wants it it ready it was a kid it was a kid like it had to be a kid. It yeah, had yeah. to be. It had because yeah. if it was an adult, oof. then that's <laughs> that's some embarrassing shit. But yeah, he's divorced now, <laughs> for sure. Happier than ever. But. <laughs> Porn's on the inside. Wife's on the. His wife is buried somewhere. His <laughs> porn. <laughs> Actually. How dare we uh, go in for the patriarchy? This could be a woman's porn. Why are we assuming it's a man's porn at all? Kenji's like, no, we're we're men. We know. (laughs) I mean, if you're talking about like a lesbian, but I mean, you're my age. Straight women don't watch porn. No, no. Straight women watch porn, but I'm just saying a lesbian's still not going to. Okay. So what? She's got a playboy. She wants to see some titties. She's still not going to hide that shit in the woods. She's not going to hide it in the woods. Yeah. I mean, I think it's less likely, obviously. If she's hiding it from her husband, like what? It's the 80s. It's the 90s. She's probably cleaning the house anyway because of misogyny. So she knows where to hide it, where he ain't going to look. The 80s? How old <laughs> yeah. do you think I am? Well, I'm, look, I'm You're younger than me. Yeah, by like a year. But um, <laughs> but I, I've had a long running premise that I'm going... Like, if, if, if you're listening to this, I've already written it out. And, and <laughs> copyright, copyright. Uh, but it's like, I want to compare how... Women who say that they like porn are like women who say they like video games. I'm like, yeah, that's fine, but I don't believe you. It's just like, not like we do. It's just different. Like if you meet somebody who says they're into porn, you talk to them for 10 seconds, you're like, nah, you're not into porn. Same with video games. There's women who are like, oh, I love video games. And you're like, okay, we start talking to them like you talk to another guy about video games. And like I said, this could be my small sample size. I'm just saying nine times out of 10, you don't like it like I like it, or you don't like it like most so, men like. So, if I can, if I can see where that joke's heading, if if I can give you a tag, it's like I think women who watch porn are like women who play video games. Yeah, you may enjoy this, but bitch, did you buy the strategy guy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, do you know all the ins and outs of this shit? <laughs> exactly. They don't. Yeah. yeah, that's. A- <laughs> That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, it's 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 just a truism that I think is. Is it the case a hundred percent of the time? No. Is it the case a lot of the time? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you grew up northeast, right? Yep. Was born in New York. 
Born so where were there woods that you were finding porn in New York? Concrete jungle, baby. Yeah. No, fucking. It's like kids. The woods of my house. Like, what do you, <laughs> not a savage like you. I didn't actually, when I say forage for porn, I didn't like mean in the woods. I mean, through my house. I like, oh, went in my right. dad's closet. That's right. That's another funny bit. Found that shit in a, shoe, a shoebox. Like, I, like, it's a different kind of foraging. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was never that curious I never, or I never went and searched that hard. I would be shocked though. My I, my dad doesn't take it, which I I know it's ridiculous I, to say, like because every man's into and uh, the female f- figure if they're married, straight or whatever. But I just can't imagine him doing it. Dog, have a conversation with your dad. No, Here's no, the thing: no, no. you don't know your parents. You yeah. grow up thinking your parents are like this and that, and then as you grow up, you have a conversation. You like you did what? <laughs> like you were at a coke orgy? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, be... I just went to like one or seven coke orgies. Like, I mean, have a. Co- I mean, you might be surprised. I, I, do you have that relationship with your dad where you just come at him honestly, like, hey, no, no. <laughs> it's not that I don't, I don't think I could. You need to get it. You need to get him drunk and ask him them questions. He doesn't he, drink. <sighs> that means he's got a lot of skeletons. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I don't want to slip up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. That's the worst. People who don't drink, then you know they doing shit. You gonna be sober all the time. You Come know, on, Greg. I'm calling you tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get to the bottom of this shit. But uh, no. Um, all right. So does your dad like? Has your dad never drink, or did he stop drinking? He never drank. Mm, he had a family member that was a, a big drinker. That he had soured on it from that experience. Yeah, I used to be like that till I found out that all my family was alcoholics, and there's no escaping this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to not drink because I heard because I heard that my grandfather was alcoholic. I was just like it runs in my DNA. I can never like I I should never touch a drink. And that was on my dad's side. And uh-huh. I talked to my mom. She's like, "Yeah, we got a lot of alcoholics in our family." It was like that's when I picked up the cup. I was like, you know <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> Why would it's I my blood? Exactly. But do you think that's something that's genetic? You're a smart guy, engineer. Alcoholism? Yeah. Mm, possibly. Would you like another drink? No, <laughs> I actually would like another drink, but um, yeah, possibly. Why not? You can be predisposed to a lot of possibly, stuff. Possibly. Why not? That's kind of not a great answer. Give me some definitive opinions, some definitive takes on on whether alcoholism can be inherited. Yeah, I'm an engineer. I'm not a geneticist. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend to speak. Did you on not the- watch Prometheus? Engineers made us. This is a, how it was started. We're back you couldn't think of a better year. movie to fucking reference. That movie was so fucking stupid oh, and shitty. <laughs> Calm down, Dan Hornstein. <laughs> I, you know what? I think you I, like you like that movie. I liked it, and I think I it was just I liked all of these different things at play. But Dan ripped it to shreds. I actually went back and watched it, and you were just like, "Oh yeah, he's right." Actually, I didn't watch it. I watched like an honest trailer or a screen rant. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of those pitch meeting, which I love both of those things. Pitch meeting, Cinesins, Cinemasins. Yeah, they're all great, and like. I was like, oh, man, was it that bad? Oh, it was. <laughs> I it liked is. it. It just hit a lot of notes that I enjoyed. I, I will like a movie, and I'll still watch those things. I'll be like, you're right. I still yeah. like the movie, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which he refuses to do, because he still claims that, what was that stupid DC movie that just came out? Zack Snyder's the Snyder Cut? Yeah. He claims it's great. I love it. Not good. Claims it's great. You saw it, I assume, right? I did see it. And I it's love trash. It. Great's a strong word. Good's a strong word for this. I would say it's shit. I would say it's better than the first one that came oh, out. Oh, definitely. I accept that. I never <laughs> saw the original. And everyone tells me, like, oh, if you've seen the original, this is so much better. I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. 
but that doesn't make it a good movie. You know what the all right? You know what the problem with the whole DC universe is? They, it sucks. That's what well, yeah, is. but they see they see Marvel, and they're just like, okay, I want to do it. It's like they see Marvel in like their dream relationship, and they're just like. I want to fuck, so I'm going to do what they're doing. But right. they don't understand the nuance. They're just like, we're going to make, we're going to put all these motherfuckers in a movie. I'm like, that's not what makes it great. Like, mm-hmm. they all should have their own individual yeah. movie. Yep. Also, you could make more money when you do that. Exactly. That's yeah. what I never understood you could make about more money. trying to cram all these into one. Like, and, why? Like, the, the thing is, they don't have any planning as far as, if you do this in one movie, this mm-hmm. power carries over. To, you know, the next. I just recently watched Wonder Woman 1984. Sorry to hear that. I hear it's terrible. uh, It was not good. But the problem is when you have one movie that's set in 1984 that comes out after the Justice League and she's doing shit like, why didn't you do that? Yeah, <laughs> thirty years from now, <laughs> this yeah. thing you do once—that's very convenient. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing good ever came out of 1984. Worst. Uh, year I was ever. the best thing out of exactly. 84. Yeah. Right, I was the best thing <laughs> that that year produced. I mean, it we had an episode where about the 80s, like the the best of the 80s. And I was like, the only good thing to come out of the 80s was Adam J. Radliff. Everything else was trash. Mm, I, I disagree. It was me and cocaine. We <laughs> Together, we got America working. <laughs> uh, speaking of the 80s, you, have a, you had this new joke that came out um, after quarantine that referenced a movie that started in the 80s and then went on to be one of the best action movies of all time in the early 90s. Terminator. Mm-hmm. And then the franchise swiftly right, fell I'm gonna off make, the yes. I'm going to make some drinks. <laughs> tell Mark the premise. You don't have to go through the whole joke, but tell him the premise and then we'll discuss uh, the broader implications of the joke. Okay. We can do that. Mark, do you not go out and watch comedy like late at night? Oh, yeah, I do. Just not all the time. <laughs> oh, not all the time. All right. Basically, the premise of the joke is, you know, Skynet, the evil AI, it just keeps sending back white terminators mm-hmm. and, I, and i so i start the joke with saying do you think skynet knew it should make the terminators white or did it just get lucky like in order to murder a white woman in the 80s and then i just talk about how a black terminator would not be able to move as freely through society and stuff like that i just kind of make that you know uh-huh. comparison because like and because here's the thing like during quarantine i was watching it and i don't know if you've ever watch the original Terminator. I've seen all the Terminator films. Okay, so the first one, he does what a machine does and just goes to the phone book and kills two Sarah Connors. Yeah. Like, and it's like, there's like no, <laughs> like, like Arnold doesn't exactly fucking blend in. He no. kills two white women. <laughs> yeah. And then the cops are like, hey, I think, I think somebody's killing. <laughs> and she even calls them. She's like, hey, I'm a Sarah Connor. And they tell her to like, to stay put at a bar. Yeah. Like, like they did not give up. If Wesley Snipes like, yeah. came out of one of those homes, <laughs> he would not have been passenger 57. Like that's, <laughs> that's kind of like where I go with the joke. But yeah, you know, that's, that's it. I kind of, I like, I just started with that premise and that was one that I, you know, like I, I kind of wrote it on stage. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I just kind of saw their reaction and I just did the setup premise and then I came back and, and wrote it down. And there's so many different directions that I want to go with that joke. And I've taken it one way and it didn't work. And I, I took it another way. I think one way works as a skit Uh more than as a stand up, which is. So I find this idea hilarious, right? I find the idea that it like the reason Skynet sends white terminators is because it's not 
economically feasible to send black Terminators, right? Because in order to send a black Terminator, you got to send one to kill a white woman, but then you have to send another one 40 years before that to usher in social change (laughs) just so he can get close enough. (laughs) So one direction I went with, it was like Martin Luther King's actually just the Terminator. (laughs) Who just had to end segregation just so they can get to Sarah Connor. Like that was one way. I think that works better as a skit than it does play out on stage. But I just find that idea hilarious to me. So I was listening while I was making the uh, drinks. So you just, you wrote most of it on the stage just from like watching it. So the premise is obviously just like, as soon as you hear even the premise, you're like, that's funny. So how, how quickly did you know you were like on to something like this is going to work? Oof. Um, because it kind of takes a minute to get into, mm-hmm. I honestly... For, it takes like 10 seconds. What are you talking about? No, but like the audience for them, like comedian, like sometimes oh, there are jokes yeah. that everybody likes. Sometimes there are jokes that just comedians like, and sometimes there are jokes that just audience likes. Right. Right. So I got more positive feedback from comedians initially than audience. Like I couldn't tell if it was working, mm-hmm. but comedians. That's because you're doing it at Darwin's or, or. I was doing it everywhere. So I actually put it on the shelf for a while. What? Yeah. But I do that with a lot of my jokes. Like. I'll I'll say it just to see maybe if it's working and then I'll just tune it in my head mm-hmm. and then I'll bring it back out maybe two or three months later, right? Because I wasn't sure if it was working, so I just said it and then I just let it steam in my head and then I brought it back out. Like, and then sometimes, sometimes I get really good pops mm-hmm. from it and it, it, depends, it depends on the place, yes, because certain audiences and certain locations aren't primed to think like they would like, that's they, how you used to start like mm, y'all seem just diverse enough to get these jokes <laughs> you've even started set yeah that I, way. I well because that's my black 9-11 joke <laughs> that's that's another be- good joke that's the beginning oh. of it but is that the so the black 9-11 one is that separate from the 18 years old or is that the end of the joke the 18, it's time we uh, no, yeah, that's I, I call that black and black 9 11, 18 years old. That's the end of the joke. That's what I thought. Okay, so yeah, it's, a, it's the, a four minute bit which starts, yeah, being black and ashy and ends with 9 11. Yes, right. I can make that connection. <laughs> He's like, What? <laughs> yeah, it works. It works. I can honestly, connect. that was another uh premise I liked a lot. It's like that, um, that worked out. So, you are he is by far, uh, we started like a week apart, and it's depressing to think about because he's so much more polished. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But you actually go about your comedy way different, like way more professionally, like methodical. Like I used to. I need to get back to that. Yeah, because it was working cr- like crazy. Yeah, and you said now I, it's, a te- <laughs> it's a shell of his former self. I mean, I used to write and then practice mm-hmm. and then practice and practice and go up. And then sometimes when I was start when I started hosting, sometimes I would I've lost some good jokes to hosting because I would forget to record my host sets. Right, and like I've had some ideas. And I got some good riffing on it. And then I try to recreate it. I'm like, I'm missing something. I wish I recorded it to get that lightning in the bottle. Um, But now I need, and then there was a period of time where I was just writing on stage and throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now actually, you know, since I had to 
get my car work done today. I was sitting there, I was writing and I was like, Oh, look at this setup, <laughs> set up in several tags for a joke when I actually sit down and write it. And it's not just free form. So I like to do a combination of both. Like I like to have a premise, uh, punchline, like things mapped out and then have some wiggle room to, to ad lib, to mess with the audience, to do some crowd work. Right. Uh, so I need to get back to that, which I now will. Yeah, that's what I was talking. I can't remember what the, how the conversation came up, but he was talking about like he'd have a joke and he would, or he'd have a set. He would literally like, practice the whole set, yeah, out loud to himself. I've never once done that. You never. So how long do you know how? Jo- how do you know how long your jokes are before you tell them? Yeah, rough estimate. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's shameful, but that's the thing. Is like I, I, I need to get way more professional with not only that. But so that way I don't have to ever, ever look at my phone, but yeah, also that's like, the main reason why I did it. I record all these sets very rarely go back and listen to them. I don't and, listen to them as often as I should, but I always record because sometimes you say something different and you get that pop. You need to go back and hear, what did I say then? Uh-huh. Uh, yes, you should listen to all your sets, but even if you don't recording's good because you'll get off stage. Like, what did I say different there? You need to go back and listen to it. That's true. And also listening to myself is what keeps, it's what keeps me from being too drunk on stage because I would notice like, even after one or two drinks, like there's a difference. Now, sometimes it's, it's okay for newer stuff because it makes me, it makes me flow better. It makes me more in the moment. Um, But if I'm like doing a show and I'm doing like a set that I know the back of my hand, uh, I don't, I don't need a drink. Um, and it might, it might make a good set worse (laughs) if I, if, if, you know, if I'm, if I'm not careful. So that's actually what helped me just listening to the difference in like, I mean, you've heard me drunk. It's all, what was the drunkest you've ever been on stage? I think the, (laughs) all right. I think one of the drunkest I ever been on stage was, um, I went out for Carrie's birthday. Uh huh. We were drinking, mm-hmm. uh, and this is when she still had too soon. Uh-huh. And she was like, you want to come do a set at too soon? And I'm blasted. And I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have any topical material. So I just get up there. I was just like, racism is always topical. And then I do my black. But I was, <laughs> I was gone. I don't remember that set. <laughs> yeah. And it going to go well. Do you remember? Or I remember that. I remember them laughing, but I knew the bit so well that I knew I could just, you know, kind of flow. If it was a new bit, it would have been a disaster. Oh, so I was like the most drunk I've ever been by a mile on stage was recently. And I was ashamed. I felt terrible. So we went and played basketball, which a bunch of comics do now mm-hmm. on a Saturday. And uh, I was on the Tutson interruption. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, um, <laughs> <laughs> you were stumbling. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, I was been drinking since two o'clock, and I know like it was just uh, stupid on my part. But I felt like an idiot. Um, like the next day, I was like, apologize to Trey, <laughs> Brian, and everybody. Else. But um, I, I'm surprised it didn't go worse. But um, yeah, I, <laughs> and I went last too, so I was drinking the whole time as I got there. <laughs> You didn't learn your lesson. Yeah, idiot. Um, but yeah, that was the worst. I've never even, but like I said, never even close to that before. I, it's like, I don't typically drink from two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. The word, like, so 
for the Come and Take It Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you there the night Dave Chappelle showed up? I think you were. Yeah, yeah. That, like, I didn't perform that night, but that was one of the drunkest I've ever been, like, at the secret group. Because I went we were to- drinking until, like, four o'clock in the morning. But here's the thing. Not I, at this other <laughs> random bar. Or well, I started at noon. Uh-huh. Right, because I went to a vegan festival before, like which we all know are ragers. Yeah, <laughs> you have you have no idea. I went there with Jesse Saldana. He was having a good time, and we were drinking, we were drinking, we were drinking. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh shit, like you know, let's go to the secret group. They haven't come and take. It's like, all right, we go there, we drink, and we, sometime at like midnight, you know. <laughs> Uh, Andrew Young was like Dave Chappelle's about to show up and everybody's like man stop fucking with it <laughs> like, was like, he was like no he's here now and they're like oh we're and we all shuffle like into the back of the box and he goes up I don't remember his set because I was so drunk and I do remember him getting on stage for karaoke yeah and I was like I, and I had Ubered there and I was like I'm gonna Uber home before I embarrass myself in front of Dave Chappelle <laughs> it's not that he will remember me but I will not forget it if I like throw up or if I just do something <laughs> stupid like I'm at the 13 hour 14 hour mark of drinking maybe 15 because it was like 4 in the morning maybe 3 in the morning by the time he got off stage and started oh, doing yeah. karaoke yeah. yeah he started doing karaoke and I was just like I gotta go. <laughs> so yeah. I just Ubered home. It was, that was such a surreal moment. Like, uh, I was glad I was there, obviously, but yeah. like Dave Chappelle singing Radiohead's <laughs> Creep in front of like, yeah, I, like probably 30, 40 people. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was so, I was so drunk. It's like you dream it. It's like this, <laughs> this can't be reality oh, <laughs> it's like dave Chappelle doing karaoke and then other famous comedians watching him <laughs> yeah. s- cheering him on you're just like and i'm fucked up okay i'm gonna go <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun festival but all, every night of that was a lot of fun hopefully the they- impromptu dance party we yeah, had exactly. the first night that yeah. was fun when Grady, the first of the one the first of many uh half compliments i got was damn the I was shocked that Radliff could actually dance. I'm like, <laughs> okay. He said, and then I got the same thing. I have this new joke I'm working on. But it's absolutely, like, it's based 100% on reality. It's like, like oh, wow. Comes before every compliment. Like, oh, wow. Radliff could actually dance. <laughs> oh, wow. Radliff actually had a good set. Oh, wow. Radliff can play basketball. I'm like, what do y'all just assume about me? Like, I'm just like this. this complete stick in the mud that can't have fun. It's so like, if, you're, if you're making that a joke. Yeah. The way I see this is just me being me. This is where my mind goes. Oh, wow. You can dance. Oh, wow. You had a good set. Oh, wow. You can fuck. That's what it is. <laughs> so that's what it is. I mean, yeah. Go, well, the way it goes is like, oh, wow. Uh, I started with, um, you can play basketball. Because that's where it got started. I'm not got started, but that's where it happened most recently. And then like, oh, wow. You actually had a good set. No, you had a good set. And then go, oh, wow. You actually made me come is the third one. And yeah. the rule of three. And then you come back like, oh, wow, you can walk home. <laughs> I'm just happy somebody was having sex with me. To be yeah, honest. there you go. I mean, we, we, want. we did start this podcast saying you have that, you know, big Republican energy. So to see somebody like that dance, it is. Uh... I, yeah, I just, I... Republicans don't really be dancing. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, like, I I'm... It was. Me and at least Leo not on Stamps beat. were the two that were just kind of going the most wild dance wise, but it was good. It was a great time. Yeah, I enjoy dancing. I think everyone should dance. It's a good. Time. A lot of people don't like to dance. I shouldn't say a lot of people, but there are people who like don't like to dance. Weird to me, but hey, to each their own. Yeah, more for me, I guess. Okay, so here's a question. Maybe mm-hmm. this will this will disprove or prove my theory. 
Growing up, did your parents play music in the house? No. When it did was you, Christian music. It was KSBJ only. When did you learn you like to dance? Um, at like 15, when I started going to like uh, high school dances with girls. That's it. Yeah. What kind Never of danced girl? before that. What kind of girls? Who, who was on the dance floor? Uh, first, it was a girl named Alicia, or, and then... Uh, was she black? No, she was white. No, uh, she got a black name. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, that's why you like them the yeah, way you like them. <laughs> that's what, and that's another stereotype like, people assume with me. It's like, oh, Adam is into black chicks, which obviously I am. I mean, deni- you I'm said it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not denying it at that's all. It's not a stereotype. When- but like, uh, every time someone's asked me, like, oh, I'm into... Any women, uh, all, like I don't discriminate. It's, <laughs> the it, ones who look my direction, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so that's what it is. It's like I'm not into this or that. I'm into what's into me, exactly. Like, and I don't think race it doesn't matter to me at all as far as dating. Like, I'll, I've dated uh, most races at this point, and um, to, to that's what I don't understand the people who don't like. Every w- person is different. Like- uh, okay. Um, here's the thing. And I've, I've dated a bunch of racists before. Uh, you say you've dated a bunch of racists before? Yeah, I was racist. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hard. No, I've dated, you know, different races, and I get interracial dating. I'm all for it. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a butt coming here. No, there is a butt coming, but I do understand. Typical Kenji, always about the butt. Always about the butt. <laughs> Large butts. Um, I do understand certain races, and I'm going to do air quotes here for the people listening at home. Minority. Kenji is I hate, white, by the way. I hate that. I am. God, no. Don't, don't you put that shit on me. No offense. You just happen but- to have like a black Terminator joke. <laughs> Oh shit, I forgot what I sound like. Yeah, I am black. I, despite what this voice is telling you, listeners. Um, no, I get why certain races don't or prefer to stay within their race. Uh-huh. Because there's there is an emotional labor that can sometimes come with dating outside your race with somebody who doesn't understand what you're going through. I can see that. All right. And I'm not saying it can't work. Like I've, you know, I've got a large, you know, mixed family. Like, you know, the, my siblings have, are married or with, you know, people outside of our race. And, you know, that's fine. I'm not against it. All I'm saying is I understand why some might prefer to stay within their race. Because if you get with the wrong person outside your race, uh-huh. It's a fucking headache. Imagine having to fight based the based on life experience. Yeah, imagine having to. I yeah, imagine having to fight the world and then come home and then fight your partner because they don't understand what you're going through because they take the world side. <laughs> like that's ugh, and that that shit is real. Oh, I can imagine, but like, I guess you know you could tell if a black dude's Republican by his haircut, right? What? Oh yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What if they're bald? Show me a bull black Republican. There's like three. <laughs> Jordan famously said Republicans buy sneakers too. 
He's a, they, they, he's, a, they, he's as rich as it gets. They do. Look, but the, the point of the joke or the actuality, because I didn't make this joke, you know, this is something out there, some, you know, black people talk about. It's like when you see a black dude, like, and you see he has his hair usually a certain way, you're just like, oh, he's married to a white woman and they're a Republican. What? Yes. <laughs> talk about stereotyping on the, the most surface level. Sometimes stereotypes are true. Like... <laughs> She don't know how to take For care the of the record. That was she don't know how to take, of saying that. She don't know how to take care of his hair, and she don't know how to tell him his hair is fucked up. Now, hey, he should know, but he was probably raised around white people. I got <laughs> all right. So here's here's the thing. You you ever watched King of the Hill? Yeah. Do you ever see that episode where he was getting his hair cut? Uh, and he saw his father outside, like the window, doing something fucked up. And he was gonna get out the barber's chair, and the barber was like, "Hank, you gonna go out with your hair like that?" And it looked exactly the same. He's like, yeah. "Ah!" and sat back down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing for different races. Like I, I once made the mistake of letting Isn't that a stereotype. No, no. Man? Listen, I once made the mistake of letting a white person cut my hair. I needed to get a haircut. I was in a different town. I went to Supercuts. Yeah. I walked in first time. The person ignored me. <laughs> and I should have known like that was it was like oh you here for a haircut I was like yeah he was like how do you get your haircut wet or dry that should have been my second clue <laughs> okay I get my haircut dry like we don't we don't wet our hair like yeah we don't wet our hair to get a cut anyway he cut my hair and like I could tell like to him it looked fine I drove 40 minutes to go back home to go to a black barber shop to this fix like that shit. This was like a week ago? No, this was, this, was <laughs> I, this was when I was in college. Like, I drove home to get another haircut. So it's like the thing, like, we couldn't tell, uh-huh. we, you know, what Hank wanted his hair to look like. So it's kind of like an inside joke, but it's like a real thing. Like, white people can't tell, like, when I've done my hair or when I haven't done my hair. Kenji, I'm going to need you to come up with something a little bit more relatable to us. <laughs> Oh, y'all ball. Uh, people at home, these two motherfuckers are ball. Can I say motherfucker? Yeah. yeah oh, sure these two, want, yeah. these two motherfuckers. No, you can say that I get racism and, and it's got its place, but you cannot talk about our baldness. <laughs> I wasn't talking about your baldness. I was talking about other people's hair, but yes. Long story, long story short, I get why you don't want to deal with that when you come home. Like you want to, you want somebody to just say, you want to be able to say to somebody, do you know what kind of progress if there's nobody talking? That's not it. It's not, it's not about nobody talking because guess what? Black people go out and we tell everybody. We talk all the fucking time. But sometimes you want to come home and you're like, you know the racist shit that happened to me down at the grocery store? I did this. And this chick looked at me for 3.2 seconds, which we know is one and a half seconds too long. And you want the person you're talking to be like, oh, yeah, I know what the fuck you're talking about. And not say, well, baby, I think you're overreacting. Because now you're in a fight with them because they don't understand the nuances and the microaggressions. Yeah, I guess I could I guess see that. Um, but that's not gonna help. that's that's keeping that's status quo. That's just it's not status quo. All I'm saying is I understand why you would rather stick with your race than get the wrong person of another race. Why, right, ri- so why then, then the risking podcast. it? <laughs> right, right by risking it because you can get the right person of another race. I'm not saying it can't work because I've seen it work. I know it works, but I'm just saying like there's there's a risk there, and sometimes that risk comes at your psychological health. Yeah, I guess. Especially if it's like a point of contention where you're always... I was in a similar relationship, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't obviously because of racism. It was just because there was always this one point of contention, Mm -hmm. and... We both just felt like if we just, if you just understood, and it was just something you can't understand on. And that goes for like 
Yeah, and now it, you, it, relationships are tricky enough as it is. Exactly. Now imagine if that point of contention is your rights as a human. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's what it is. You don't want to come home and get gaslit to that. Right. I'm not saying it can't work. I've dated white women. I've dated Latin women. I was married to a, a Latin woman. Like my family has, you know, white people in his family. Like I, I get it. Like, but I also get why some people who have been burned badly would want to avoid that. Uh-huh. Yeah, you want to when you're at home, especially with your significant other, you always want to be understood. You want to be able to be yourself. You yeah. don't want to you don't want to say you want to know what I think is racist and have somebody saying, oh, I think you're overreacting because that should like whether you believe that happens, that happens in interracial couples because one person does not understand or want to understand the other struggle. How often is this being brought up? <laughs> if you black <laughs> every day <laughs> really? that sucks well, like, tell me about it <laughs> how often do you see a black person die on the news uh, I don't watch the news anymore or like period like I don't watch the news but it's in the news so imagine if that always triggered a race conversation and imagine what, if the you, person you you're what? coming home to was on the other side of that op- like was on the other side of that conversation. Right. It's, but, it would be a major point of contention mm-hmm. and it would, it would be a headache. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like, that's the thing is, that's why I hate the news. The news is trash to the nth degree. That all their whole, how do you get your information? Mo- their profit motive is solely to keep people watching. Right. Okay. So how do and you, how the, do you, the how- oldest, trope in news is if it bleeds it leads if it gets you getting angry is more profitable than being happy okay so So, how do you take in your information mostly the internet and youtube so why don't why don't you consider those sources news i mean this is it's it is too but that's the thing is you gotta and like you said, you said people who like well, white people know more about these people's deaths than it than anyone else. That's that's, that's funny, and it, but it's like it's it's true because like they're like because the reason why is because white people like, like see these stories like fuck is America re- like that racist? Are we that far gone? And they start reading into these stories like okay, this- mm, that's not what they think. What they think is America's not this that racist. Let me t- let me prove to you why this person that's, deserved that, to die. That's well, yeah, that's part of it too. Do you think America's racist? Yeah, every every country is racist, right? But, but you but you realize that there are people in this country who don't think America's racist, like oh, they don't sure. like they don't understand that you know people I don't think America's racist. I think a lot of Americans, but, Ameri- are but America, racist. all right. So we we are, we <laughs> you ready? Because we about to go down this path. All right, America America is racist. Explain. It's by definition. They say the first line of. The Bill of Rights was the most important. We hold these truths to be self-evident right. that all men are created equal. And before the ink was dried, none of them abolished slavery. So, But those words aren't racist. What they did, like the words were great, but what they did obviously didn't back up that promise. But you know why? Because they Money didn't consider and- black people men. They didn't consider us human. They didn't consider natives human. They didn't consider Asians human. Uh-huh. So in their own definition of who deserves rights, the humans that deserve to be created equal. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, I, Go ahead. They didn't consider 
us. So before the ink was dried, they didn't free the slaves. They Uh didn't give women the right to vote. They didn't equalize rights for everybody. So then this country is racist by its initial start. And I know, look, I know you don't want to think of it like that because it hurts to think this country that I'm born to and I love and I get it Uh isn't racist. But by definition, if you say all men are created equal and then you keep men in chains for another... 400 years, something like that? No, not another 400, but it was 1776, so it was 90. Yeah. Yeah. It was 90 before... The inevitable happened because they all know what's going to happen. So this is what I would like ask away. Push back to that is is push back to slavery. Let's hear. No, no, no. no. (laughs) So the words are accurate, and you're saying, but because they they didn't think of it this way, doesn't mean the words aren't accurate because they were obviously like flawed people, and they just didn't see those uh, people outside their race as even human. Which is shame on them, but the the logic behind it, even though they didn't follow it, obviously they didn't follow it. So let me ask. Doesn't mean that it, that America was by so, nature racist. So they let had me, lofty ideals and didn't. So let me ask you this at the beginning. So let me ask you this: yeah. If slavery had never been abolished, would America be considered a racist country? Oh, for sure. So why is it not a racist country now? Because slavery was abolished, but when it started. And it kept slavery for 90 years. It wasn't racist. Literally the entire world has had slaves at some point, right? They have slaves now. But that is not, that is not, that doesn't absolve America of its racism. Just saying, hey, my neighbor beats his wife. Why can't I? That doesn't mean I'm not into domestic violence. By that logic, every country is racist. Okay. That doesn't make us not racist. You're not not proving my point. If everyone has herpes, (laughs) nobody has herpes. you're You're saying everybody's wet. That doesn't make us dry. So it's impossible to be dry. No, that's not what I'm saying. By definition, unless we literally no, no, start no, no. brand new countries. No, no. What, see, what you're doing is what a lot of people do. It's a what about isms. It's say, no, no, listen. Listen, you're saying, well, a lot of people a lot of people are racist or a lot of people are racist, a lot of people have slaves, so that everyone. doesn't Right, but that's not what we're t- we're not talking about everyone else. We're talking about is America racist? Yes or no. It doesn't matter about everybody else because whether or not they are racist, whether or not they have slaves has no bearing on whether or not we are racist or not. Like, you understand that? Like, they could be racist. The entire world can be racist. Good. That doesn't make us not racist and it doesn't forgive our racism. But here's my problem with that is that, yeah, does does it make us back in whenever the Bill of Rights was written, were we racist then? Absolutely. You own your car? Huh? You own your car? No, I'm, you I'm lease? paying it off. You're paying it off? We, so you got a... You got a um... Not important what I drive. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about your car. You, you have a loan from the bank. Right. When you got your loan for the bank from the car, for your car, did you say, hey, make sure you give me those higher interest rates that you're giving black people? No, but... Uh, no, I, but... Do, all right, so, and this is... This is when what are ta- interest rates based on? No, no, listen to me. This is when we get into privilege. A lot of people say, I don't have white privilege because my life isn't easier. But you get privilege based on you being white, whether you ask, if, ask for it or not. So, do you, so here's the thing. This is an actual true thing. Latins, Asians, and blacks have higher interest rates just based on their race. 
regardless of credit score. You, I could have the same credit score as you. I'm going to pay more for a car, right? And this was a study done uh-huh. up until 2013. Dealerships were literally raking us over the coals. 2013, that was not that long ago. Okay. How can we say we're not racist when I still have to pay more for something based on my skin color? I have the same credit score as you. Right. But I'm paying more because I'm black. So are Latins, so are Asians. The black, the, that, that is your white privilege because that is companies the, being racist. That's th- not that is America. The, that is the system. You, but like, so I actually, that, I actually watched, uh, I think a Vox documentary, uh, which Vox certainly doesn't skew right by any stretch. Quite the opposite. Uh, I was watching this Vox documentary that was about uh, uh, student loans. Like, there was like, it was all about money. There was one about um, student loans. There was one about credit cards. I think it was the credit card one, and he talks about different interest rates. And a lot of the times, those calculations are like are can bring into race into effect. They brought it up there too. Uh, and how can we not? How can we be a race? Not be a racist nation if we're taking race into effect when it's credit? Because it's supposed, oh, I agree. That so it's supposed be, to be it a score be a, based on your number. Based it should on how be you illegal. It should be. Don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing that it should be legal. But how can to you say we're not a racist country when this happens? Because, like, at that point... This shit doesn't come from nowhere. Yeah, but it's... (laughs) I agree. Where'd it come from? I don't know. This is why we should teach critical race theory, and we can tell you where it comes from. Come on now. Why not? (laughs) Because... All right, how how can you fix a problem that you don't know exists? I just told you about you getting a lower credit score. All right, so what have you done about it? Uh, a lot of people say if they knew they would do something about it but a lot of people don't know about that so how can you change a problem if you don't know about that critical race theory is just teaching you about the problems it's teaching you so you know about the the national highway system you know about redlining you know about housing contracts redlining how the the highway system you're talking about uh chinese getting like no, no, no. Like, I'm talking about how cities were built I know to keep black people in one area and to keep us away from resources, right? Uh-huh. You, you, know about how, uh, you know about housing contracts. So when people couldn't get loans from the bank, private people would loan them the money um, at much higher interest rates. And if they missed one payment, they were out and they would resell it, right? And you know how they use this to move black people into white neighborhoods, scare white people out, uh-huh. get them to sell their house at absorbent costs and then sell it back to black people at even higher costs with interest rates because the banks wouldn't loan to them and this is the only way to get a house. And it was ext- it's extracting wealth. Uh-huh. Like, you, you understand. Like, you know how many black massacres there were? A shit ton. How many white mass? People always talk about white genocide. I'm like, point me to one white massacre. The Holocaust? In America. That's white on white crime. Point me to where a bunch of black people got together and murdered a bunch of white people. I don't know. I would be interested in hearing just one. That's a a big part of uh, the the (laughs) racial tensions in America. America is like still like 70%, I think, white. I mean, if you include Latins, yes. I don't, yeah. If you include Spanish speaking whites. If you include Spanish-speaking whites, it's seventy percent. It's seventy-five percent, but yes, it's sixty percent white. Yeah, oh, it's like, and for, I've talked, I had this conversation with a couple of people, and do people of one group have somewhat of a bias towards their group? Probably, almost. Like I think scientifically, throughout history, that's always been the case. And if you went, 
uh, it to an African country, they'd probably have a bias bias towards themselves. Like, or if you went to China, they'd have a bias towards themselves. I just think that race is a a big factor for a lot of like most people, uh, and it's not going to change unless uh, we stop caring as much. I can't stop caring. That's all right. You can. I, no, I can't. See that that is. Well, I mean, I don't know. No, no. See that is a part of. I know we I know we getting into it, but that is a part of the white privilege. They say if you stop caring about race, racism will go away. I can't stop caring about race until the systematic it should be laws or the systematic institutions are lifted. I right. cannot stop caring. Right? right? I cannot stop caring about how fast I move or where I put my hands. When a cop pulls up, I can't stop. I, I have to know. I can never forget that I'm black because uh, forgetting that I'm black could get me killed. Okay. I know, I know you're making this face, but you, 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 you don't, you don't understand the situations I've been in. You don't uh, understand what the world like is like for me. You don't understand how people look at me right. when, when I go out there. You don't understand how I have to move, how I have to modulate my voice, how I have to change my demeanor. You don't understand how black people. Have you ever heard of code switching? Yes. And, and do you understand why that is necessary? I assume this to, to be part of the in-group or not feel as part of the out-group. No, it's to make... Situations. What it is, is to... it Code switching and... Do you, you know what code switching it's like is? It's C++ uh, no. JavaScript. It's, yeah. it's how people... It's how black people specifically... <laughs> hey, look, you... you look, you... You okay. took us down this pit and I will dive in. You know, I do not shy away from race. Code switching is when black people act differently around white people mm -hmm. than they do around black people. And it's done in order to make white people feel comfortable, right? And it's not just about their comfort, but it's also about our safety, mm -hmm. right? It's about making... And I'm, not all black people do it, and we don't always do it in every situation. You know, it's not like we're out here just like, oh, yes, sir, blah, 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 blah. blah. But it's usually like a subtle change in our voice and our, in our attitude because we know certain situations. Wait, can, can, I, can, I, can I ask you guys? Sure. How often would you say you are surrounded by black people? Once a week. Once a week. Is it when you go to a mic? Yep. So you're choosing to be in that situation in order to further assert. Which mic is it, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, last one I went to, like Phil and Derek's. Okay, there you go. But see, here's go the thing: Harrington's. Yeah, you go to those. You go to those. You go to those places. You take the mic. You're on stage. You're still in a position of power because when you're on stage, I say that as a comedian. When you have the mic, you're in a position of power. Like I go to Rudd's and surround by white people. I have the mic. I'm in a position of power. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But you are only surrounded by black people. When you're trying to further your extra career and you go out to a bar to try to do comedy, I'm surrounded by white people all the time. If I go it's to a, 70% of America. Exactly. Now imagine trying to make, needing to change my behavior to make all of them feel comfortable because if I don't, I could end up in a precarious situation. So why is it like, okay, that's fine. I'll give you that. Why is it? But because I, do you, you think how many percentage of the people you're interacting with? <laughs> think care but he can't that's know the, that exactly that's the thing i don't know who cares uh -huh. right and he, slipping up and thinking i can trust these people every black person has a story of about a white person they thought they can trust and threw them under the bus well, every person i know i know what they throw them under the bus because they're black or they threw them under the bus because like, they, they would throw anyone under the bus <laughs> 
because they were black and they know that they were. I know. How do you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you know that? I know. I know. Like this. This kid. This kid went to another high school uh, in the town over next to me. He was hooking up with this white girl. Right. She was going down on him. Completely consensual. Right. Parents come home early. Uh huh. You hear from your friend it was completely consensual, which I'm assuming it probably was. I knew the kid. I knew the kid. One of the nicest kids on earth. Sure. She she screams rape. Okay. Black dude, white girl. Trouble. Trouble. Now, people at home, I am one of the believe women crowd. Don't get me wrong. Like, I am one of the believe women, but there is a- Except for in this instance. (laughs) No, listen to me. There is a- See, y'all, you don't understand. There is a history in this country when it comes to white women and black men. Even Bill Burr. Bill Burr got in trouble for saying it on Saturday Night Live. Do you remember what he said? He was just like, yeah, and and when you got caught, you screamed it wasn't consensual. Yeah. Malcolm X even said it in his book. I don't know if you've read his book, but he talked about like like white people and black people would come to white people would come to the black side of town to hang out with black people, right? And they would come, and you know the white guys would have sex with black women, and the white women would have sex with black men. And he's like, he recalls a conversation of a white woman saying she wanted to have sex with this guy, and he was like, he didn't want to do it, and she said, well, if you don't have sex with me, I'm just going to tell him you raped me. <laughs> That's this was in 1930s. Though. That's anecdotal. But yeah, this, I, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. You don't think one you, example. It's one example of the reality that so, we face. So outside of <laughs> uh, 50% or uh, 50% of the country being, because it, it sounds like the only answer is that there's a lot more of a non Do you believe people. what I'm saying? I'm not. No, I believe. I believe. Yes, yes or no. Everything I've told you. Do you do you believe in my experiences? Do you believe what I'm saying? No, I believe that the anecdotal experience is 100. percent Like that's. I'm not denying your like any experiences. Do you understand I'm what saying, I'm saying about dating inside my race, or about me code switching, or about me having me ha- like my life being more expensive, or like systematic racism? No, right. I, I, because I, you're about to say a solution, but if you don't understand my experiences, your solutions aren't going to fix my problem. So I, so by that logic, I just need to not have any input. No, no, I didn't say that. I said if you don't understand my experiences, I, could I ever? The answer, the answer to that. Could I ever? Could anyone ever? I'm not. I'm not asking. Truly. I'm not. A, I'm not asking you to know what it feels like. I'm not asking for sympathy. I'm asking for empathy. You know the difference. Yeah, but even if I were to give empathy, how would you know it was genuine empathy? How would I know you wouldn't sell me out to the cops? Yeah. <laughs> this is where trust comes in. Like, this is where you have to talk to people. This is where you have to get to know them. So but, when I t- true. but when I tell you things, and w- when I tell you things, and when white people start getting defensive and not listening, uh-huh. that's usually just like, like, you know what I mean? Because yeah, it happens. like self defeating, though, because that's saying. How, how, how is it self defeating to, to back off when somebody gets defensive when I'm telling you this country does not treat me fairly. And when I said the first thing they did was not free the slaves when they said all men are created equal, and that has not changed, uh-huh. like, like the, the, the difference of seeing whiteness as above blackness has not changed. It's certainly changed. Whether it's perfect or not, that's different. It's certainly changed but the gap hasn't. The, the gap hasn't changed. What? Do you know, do you, do you know why they stormed the Capitol? At January 6th, you know that's QAnon, but that's worked before. 
When? Exactly. You don't even know about the own coup that happened on American soil where they basically history history is full of fucked up stuff. If we try to judge current world on the history, we are damned. What's two plus two? Four. And what's four plus four? Why are you trying to fuck up my head with this man? What's four plus four? (laughs) Eight. Now, does that work if two plus two is not four? What? Does that does no, four no, no. plus four equal eight if two plus two doesn't equal four? No, exactly. But so that's math compared to. But but what science. comes before adds up to what comes after. That's yeah, false so equivalency. What, no, it's not because you're saying how can we know about this because history is so. I'm telling you, the people who stormed the Capitol, they know about the insurrection. They know yeah, those people were fucking. Idiot. You all right? See, uh, watch the QAnon document. No, but documentary listen to me. See, here's the thing. This is the disconnect with the white people who stormed the Capitol and the other white people. I need to talk to the guy like, with the horns. You don't like. You don't understand that these people have parents and grandparents and great grandparents who told them stories about when Woodrow Wilson was in the office, uh, uh, Oval Office and the KKK was at its peak, who had uh-huh. great grandparents who drove black people off and literally killed officials and took Where are you over. This? You don't even know about the, ni- the 1898 insurrection in Wilmington. In Wilmington. No. Yeah, what you- was that matter? You think that any because, of the people who got, got already got like getting arrested, get, been arrested? You think any of them? I would put, I would bet an insane amount of this money. This is the disconnect that, that I'm talking that about. That ninety percent of the people who did that storming have no idea what this Wilmington. Uh, they might is. not, but guess what? They ha- they had grandparents, right? Did they not have grandparents? You ever see those? You ever see those video? You ever see those? You ever see those? Like, I know this is like no longer funny. <laughs> 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 and we're just gonna keep going no, down this whole podcast. It doesn't have to be funny. We used to do episodes that were just like on history but, and topics. But you like ever that. see those pictures where it's like three black people eating at a counter, and it's just like a bunch of white people staring at them? Yeah, yeah. sure. You know those niggas had kids, right? You know those white people had kids, and they're just like, well, it's not socially acceptable. But I used to beat up black people back in the day. Yeah. Like you think they don't pass that on to their their children? It may not be socially acceptable to talk about, but those. Those people have kids. Those sentiments still exist. Like, you don't understand the life that I live. You don't know how people talk to me. I want to interject something here real quick. Please. Where did you grow up? New York. (laughs) New York. Okay. I was born in Spanish Harlem. I lived there for nine years, two years in uh, Washington Heights, and then I moved to New Jersey. And you grew up here in? Spring. Spring. Okay. I have, no, I never lived in the South until five years ago when I moved here. Different, ain't it? And I was born in Ohio, but 26 years of my life, I grew up in California. I did not realize the reality of what black people live through in the South until I moved here. One of my friends is from Mississippi. Mm -hmm. She came here because she said it was better than living in Mississippi. Mississippi's bad. And I was like, shit. Mississippi's bad. She's got some stories. So is Alabama. And I, I was like, I, that is moving here is what opened up my eyes to I really don't know what I'm talking about because I have I was not at, lived through. I was, I was, all right. So would you ever say the N word at work? No. Why not? I would say a period. All right. Yeah, cool. So I was at work and some guy was telling a story about how he was in Mississippi mm-hmm. and he was on site, like on the job. And so they walked by some black guy and the black guy stepped off his road, off the road and bowed his head here. He's like, you see that? These niggers know their place here. And he said that as he's retelling the story in my office. 
what? Yeah. See, that surprise is what I'm talking about. You don't know how white people still act and still talk like they have no repercussions. He said nigger in the office, and this is a large company, and he had no fear that he was telling it to another white person, but me and three black people worked one cubicle over. There's no way to expect that we wouldn't hear it. Right. Like, he said that. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, but that's what we go through. And what are you going to do? Complain to HR? Yes. <laughs> Get no. his ass fired. <clears throat> that's not the way it works. You don't think HR would have fired that guy on the spot? I mean, how long ago <laughs> was this? This was like... Uh, what, what, what project was on? This is probably like, like open 2016, racism. 2017. Open racism should be a oh, yeah. offense. Oh, yeah. Donald Trump was in office. Open racism really, <laughs> really doesn't take you far in this country. The first thing he said was all rapists, all Mexicans are rapists. And they were like, hey, we got to listen to this guy. That's not what he said, though. That's not what he said. He, I listened. I, I've watched. I, I know the. He said he said they're sending rapists, which is not true because countries don't send people. Right. Right. But the fact that don't. Yeah, but I'm saying there's a like I'm not saying like look I'm not defending Trump. No, you're not gonna find me. It sounds like that. you are. No, but I'm saying like so oh yeah, that's, 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 that's you're like your first response like he didn't say all of them. All right, yeah, no, he said most of them. That's my concern. Is like so that's that's the crux of my problem. I'm not saying there's not racism. Obviously, <laughs> there is. I'm not saying that there's not uh, some systemic. systemic your cru- your problem. crux is the nuance of when I misquote Donald Trump no. as saying he didn't say all Mexicans are racist. No. He just implied it. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is whenever you supercharge the conversation, which going to that extreme, he supercharged it. He didn't have to start I'm not saying he didn't, but, but what he said is bad enough. But like you watch the news, they constantly but the, all right. are going, I'm going to put your point words and thoughts into not just Trump, all politicians, and that's why I hate politics so much is it's so insanely dishonest. There are no honest brokers in politics. None. <laughs> they all lie about each other's intentions. They're never charitable about anything. I mean, except and the there's AOC. No, there's, there's no... She raised four million while we didn't have no lights and Ted Cruz went to Cancun. Who? What? You're... What do you say? What do you say? AOC. Yeah, she's a dumpster fire. How is she a dumpster fire? Because, like... She, People hate her because she's young, pretty, smart, and Democrat. No, 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 no. What don't, you like, what don't you like about it? She did more for Texas when Ted Cruz left when we were all freezing our ass what off. What do you base that on? The, four, the $6 million she raised? What are you kidding me? So, okay, what, so all right, what, 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 did, what did Ted Cruz do when we were all dying? <laughs> like, just, just name one thing he did for us. I, I don't know. But you, do know, you do know she raised $6 million plus. Did not know that. She raised, she actually came down here hand, hand out bottles of water. She, she, he should have done. Shoots, I'm sure. Yeah. No, no. She, she campaigned and she raised six plus million dollars. It's not like, oh, if, for oh, Texas I'm sure. For, yes. For Texas yeah. relief. Not for, not for her constituency in New York. She was like, people need shit. So she did it. That's awesome. Ted Cruz didn't. Yeah. So how is she a dumpster fire? Like, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have a talking point because of shit you heard about her. But I'm it's telling you, she raised, she raised $6 million for people in need. And you didn't so even know about it. you're hearing only good things about her. No, I'm hearing what I... side is hearing nothing but bad things about her. But people what are you middle, hearing? People in the middle... Are hearing are, nothing. Which is as good as bad. Are, are having to interpret, interpret what's real and what's not real. That's what I hate about politics. It's so polarized. But here's the thing, like, and and that's why the middle is not really the middle, right? Mm -hmm. If one side says AOC eats babies, 
And one side says, I don't think she's malicious. No, no, listen, listen. If one side says she eats babies and one side says she's a queen, but what she actually did was raise six million people. But if you're in the middle not knowing, that helps the other side because you don't, you, like, if you came into this conversation and I was just like, yeah, she's the fucking worst, you would have been like, well, she's a dumpster fire. I agree with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know the truth to say, no, she actually helped people. What about the, the, deal when Amazon was trying to move to New York and she fucking ruined that deal. So like, yeah, fuck it. We're not coming to New York. Good. Amazon doesn't need to go to New York. You know what? The people who wanted the jobs that they were going to bring in there, but they fucked. No, because see, here's the, and here, and here's the thing. People just like, Oh, they're going to, what they were going to do because I've seen this. No, no, no. I've seen this fucking happen before. They were going to move their headquarters and they were going to bring their people who live in another state there. They weren't creating jobs, right? Because of the old job I worked at, when they moved headquarters from California to Dallas, they didn't create jobs there. They brought all the executives over. They weren't building a warehouse. They were building, and she, she, she was well, like, it's, building, it's bringing taxes no matter what. But Amazon doesn't pay taxes, right? Because of all the taxes. employees do. The company doesn't, which I Right, which is so, 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 so for all, so for all those like for all the money, it was she. All she did was point out it was the, how this is not good for you, New York, and how it wasn't going to bring all the jobs that they claimed it was gonna was going. And she was right because I've seen corp, when corporations move headquarters, they take their people with them. They like they're not firing their CFFO. <laughs> they're not going to fire their CFFO. You know how wherever. fast Amazon is growing. They're the fastest growing company on the planet, paying people shit wages. Like they some of them. A that's lot like of the, the whole, the whole, a lot of, I don't, <laughs> that's a whole other, the nomad land. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You're a big company with a lot of slaves. Like, why do I fucking care? Like you, like, you know what I mean? He killed their union union deal. Right. Mm-hmm. And then celebrated with a half a billion dollar yacht. Like, you know what I mean? That's pretty, that's pretty fucked up. That's pretty fucked up to say, Hey, he like can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Nobody should be able to do whatever they want. Do you realize how fucked up that is? That sounds to say, hey. As long as you're paying. But he paid, but Amazon paid zero in taxes, so he's not paying. It's not Jeff Bezos. Look, I'm not saying that. If y'all think, if you think they're different, if you. (laughs) This is the one thing that I think is completely broken. You think one thing's broken? I probably agree with. There's a lot of shit broken. But okay, what's the one one thing we agree with? The number one thing that, not the number one thing, but one thing that's, I feel like, should be across the aisle should be everyone is tax loopholes. It's fucked. Companies that have those offshoring of their money is fucked. Yeah. Talk to Republicans. They're the ones. It's a, well, it's, it's also, oh, do you, th- you think, you think Apple, the, like the most valuable company on the planet run by Tim cook, hardcore left Democrat. They are the biggest criminals when it comes to that. They offshore all of it to Ireland and, and who lets of- them? Why the see, bipartisan see, Senate and Congress? See, here's the, here's the thing. You're just like, that's oh, my point. you're like, oh, he's a le- he's a leftist, like, like all, all blah blah blah. But he's not, he's not, he's Democrats not. Democrats do the same thing. Oh rich. yes, no, no, I I agree with you. Thing. I am not a Democrat. <laughs> I'm not. I am not a Democrat. I'm not. Okay. I vote with them because unlike Republicans, they aren't trying to. They don't do anything, but they're not trying to actively take my rights away. It's like black black people vote like this, not like what we can get, but what we can lose. Republicans are trying to take all our rights. Democrats will be like, ah, we'll ignore you. Yes. 
Oh, you think the hundreds of voter uh, of like the voter ID laws or voter restriction laws that came out after Georgia flipped blue for the first time in decades is a coincidence that it's put on by Republican uh, by. I think that I think Mm. that coronavirus. I don't blame this shit on Corona. That's a big (laughs) part of it. So what do you think about? So coronavirus. What do you think about ballot harvesting? Explain. Do you trust a partisan, by definition, person going around for the Republican National Committee or the DNC, going around, bringing ballots to people, registering them, and then collecting their ballots to be honest? Like, you don't think that a human being could so say, ooh, here- this is a Republican trash, or, or this is the Democrat trash. That's the awful system. I feel like so. All right. All, so all right. Chips. So how <laughs> often? Because they have they've have had commissions to study voting. Right. They they have had commissions to study voting fraud and how often that happens. So yeah. you say, oh, you don't think a person can be honest? So how often do, have they found that that happened? That people throw out ballots? Who they're gonna self report? It's not self report. It's an independent commission that studies. Look, I, look, I'm not. I'm just saying that ballot harvesting seems like a horrible idea. But why does it seem like a horrible idea? Because you are trusting partisans to not to be nonpartisan. You're trusting. I think, you, I think the more people you take out of a system, the more humans with their own agendas. All right. So why can't we? Why can't we vote electronically? We should. I've actually right. said that for a little while. Go, that, 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 go tell your that, Republican constituents. Like, I don't know why. No, I agree. I don't know why you're telling me. But like the people, like, have you looked at voter ID and vote? Like all these voting laws, you do realize it systematically oppresses Black people. How so? All right. So when they limit the amount of uh, voting places in a district, how they take them, like how they reduce it to one district, one place oh, in a Black district. That's shitty. I don't yeah, know. you didn't know that. You don't know how they example. how they uh, in Georgia what they did, how they made it illegal to hand out food and water. Um, how was that partisan? Because like so, because no, it's, well, first no, they can't hand out food and water if it's you, with stickers on for a no, they can't do it out period within a certain distance. No, they can't do it a period. No, right. So first, first, you, all right. No, no. This is what they do. First, they reduce it to one place, so it has to have a long line. And what happens when people stand in line for six, seven hours? They get, they With get Georgia, home. Didn't they have it? Didn't they extend the amount of days you could do early voting? I'm talking about the day. I'm talking about the laws that they just passed. Yeah, they. they so, because I, I heard about this, and the voting laws in Georgia are more liberal no, than not. the voting laws in New York. No, they're not. What are you talking about? They, there was like a political fact fact check because there's this big thing that it's like because Biden's so, not so saying So here's the thing like, like here's, the, here's and, the thing they talk about oh it's more liberal you have to see where they enact these things is it liberal for the black counties like because you can like they literally take away voting rights specifically in black counties so it doesn't matter what, what it this is goes back to what be. I don't know. I haven't looked at Adam. This goes deep. back to what we started talking about an hour ago. Your surprise is what I'm trying to fucking tell you. You don't understand how they limit our rights today in 2021 for black people. Like I'm telling you this. I am. I am yeah. literally fucking telling you this. Like, look up Stacey Abrams and what she did to flip it blue and what she has a problem with. Right. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Like it is. It is systematic. First of all, we shouldn't have to show ID to vote period Why? 
because it's a fucking poll tax. That's right. So, okay. Uh, do you want to you know how you get rid of that? You want to how you get rid of it? Exactly. Make IDs free. Are they going to do it? We should. Not, don't talk about what they should. Talk about what they're doing. Because until you do it, it's a poll tax. Poll taxes are that's, fucking illegal. That's weak sauce. That's not weak sauce. To be able are you to prove that you are who you say you are is tax? If you have to pay, yes. Okay, so then the alternative is that anyone can say they're whoever they want to and they can go to one other place, well, place to place unless you have instant proof that this person has voted already. You do know they audit shit, right? Like, it's, it, it's insane to be, all right, so you think I can go to two places and vote as me without ID? People talk about doing that. They talk about doing that, and guess what happens? They get fucking caught. Did you hear about the guy who killed his wife and then used her ballot to vote for Trump? And she was dead, and they fucking caught him? Like, not even voting as that the same person. Voting it's rare at best. It happens a lot, and you know who happens? It doesn't happen a lot, but you know who voting fraud mostly happens for? Republicans, right? All these voting... See? You don't even what? think that Republicans do it. No, That's I'm the sure crazy that- thing. I just told you that most voter fraud happens for Republicans, what and... What do you base that on? nigga the facts <laughs> <laughs> show me the facts then all right let's look it up i can tell you like all these sh- I, I feel re- like we're living in we're living in two different realities yeah that's what i've been trying to tell you for the last fucking well, hour but how do you know, but, how do, <laughs> but here how do you know that you're right and i'm wrong and vice versa when we're getting we're living in two completely different realities very rarely does anything come down to fact very rarely because you're getting biased news from your biases whatever what are my biases I, whoever, where are you getting your news? You just assume that my news is. You said you don't know where I get you my said news. The same thing to me earlier. You don't know where I know. I asked you where you get your news. I said I asked you where you get your information because yeah. you said you don't look at news. I, I didn't say your news was biased. Yeah. I said where do you get your information? But you Plus assumed internet, yeah. based on what I said that my news was biased. I didn't tell you where I get my news based on what you said because that's not what I'm seeing. And that's yeah, so hearing. you assume that I'm biased, but I didn't so tell I you. Assume I, I'm biased by the. But same I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you your news was biased. I, I, oh, I'm saying that that's uh, that's the so point you, I was making. Right. That, so you you're assuming that you're right based on your. No, that's why that was the whole point I was making. Is like you seem you assume you're right. I assume I'm right. Really, in reality. The, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. My whole point is with, with uh, the voting thing is like, first off, it should be automated. It should be on the internet. It should be easy. Write and your senator. Who is my senator? Your best bud, Ted Cruz. Write your senator and write your congressman. Okay. In fact, call Will them. Will that change anything? Call them. Tell me what happens. If- I, more, more importantly, tweet them. That seems what makes makes the, the difference. Tweet them if you want. What are you saying? Oh, I am all for electronic voting. I think to give everyone a chip. So here, here's the thing: Why are you for electronic voting, but also for voter ID? Because electronic voting, you literally have to prove you are who you say you are. How? Through I, I don't know. In my head, <laughs> in my head, because there is no like. There's early voting, but that's like mail-in, right? It's not electronic. There, so there is none. It doesn't exist. So I'm saying in my head, you tie it to your social security card. Once that social security card, you've proven you are, take a picture or whatever on your... Forget about picture. Well, I, But do you realize when you vote, you have to sign your name and you can... T- like That's the... Fl- 
is your signature the same every time? It's not about the signature being the same every time. It's about the same name being in the rosters, right? So people, you, your example of voter fraud was, how do I know you don't go to one place and then go to another place? Your same name will become, will show up twice. And, and that's ooh. when the second name gets deleted. So that's what I'm fucking telling you why you don't need an ID to vote. Because if you still have to sign your name, they're going to look for Adam, is, what, is your wooden mill name Jay? Yeah. You look like a fucking J. Adam J. Radliff. I said it earlier. <laughs> Homer J. Simpson over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to look for the two. They're going to make sure that then they're going to check it against social security numbers, make sure it's not the same. And that's how you make sure it goes through. Like, if you're for electronic voting, then you realize because guess what? For the majority of this country, these motherfuckers did not vote with ID. How do they know who you are or who you say you are? You signed your name. Like, what the? It's like the flimsiest of flimsy. Do you re- that? Why do you think the president used to not be inaugurated till March? It took them months to count this shit. This instant gratification, like blah blah blah. They counted and they checked. Was there That's some? I feel like this last year or this last. Was there some interests of voter fraud? Situation. Yeah, but for the presidency, it's it's so hard. It's so hard to to fraud it on a massive scale. Now, the insurrection I was talking to, they just literally dragged people out in the street, killed them, stopped people from voting. That's different. They didn't they didn't only stuff the ballots. They did also stuff the ballots, but they also killed people. But why not make it based on your social security number and have it into a... The way I, the because I like what I've been trying to tell thing. you for the past hour, it's not about making elections secure. It's about making sure the right people vote. It's not about making sure... Everyone votes. It's about making sure white Republicans vote. No, oh, I'm sure the, the, the Republicans are doing the best they can to make sure that Republican interests interests are forwarded. And in and order, vice versa. No, point to one democratically led voting law that disenfranchises Republicans disproportionately. Point to just one. And I'm, I told you, I'm, I'm not, not that I told you, I'm not a Democrat. They do nothing, but they don't do what Republicans do. They have no laws on the books that disproportionately. Oh, here Republicans. It sounds like you are. <laughs> I mean, I, I, my biggest thing is just common sense. Follow common sense. And if we just get out of our ways and stop, and stop making everything so political, and you say, <sighs> what does common sense say? Common sense says make voting easy, verifiable. That's it. It shouldn't. It shouldn't go past that. You the fact for, that there isn't any online voting. These people are racist, and I don't understand how. I don't. I don't know you how to make. Democrat, you think all Republicans are racist? I think they're either all racist or they they're okay with racism in order to further further their power. Yes, they they enable racism in order to hang on to their power, like whether they believe it at home they're okay with hurting other people who don't look like them in order to make sure they stay in power or get more of them in power. Absolutely. And all you have to do is look at the books. All you have to do is look at the laws. So there should be no laws. How the fuck did you get that from what I just yeah, said? Like you just say, look at the laws. The laws look at the biased. laws that they put forward. Like, look, I don't like anything that makes it impossible for somebody to vote. That's bad. But, I but that's the, but, I also but that like, is that is the reality of our country today, and you also don't see that. But I don't like the idea of what not, you like is not what is happening. I don't like a lot of shit either, but that doesn't mean that that's not the law. That doesn't mean that that's not reality. That doesn't mean that that's not happening. What you like and the, what the world is are not the same thing. I think I just think like so. The only thing that 
that happened in 2016. This is supposed to be funny, right? <laughs> I I don't know. I just think that you shouldn't have partisans involved in in, in voting. Cool, that's not the reality, though. Ballot harvesting happened in 2020. That happened. There were people going around getting votes. That oh. was, it's because of COVID. Okay, and they and then it's then, a one time thing, and it never happen again. But why? Because COVID's not happening right now, like oh, in the future, assuming presumably. But why? Well, all right. So you think that ballot harvesting is bad because a Republican or a Democrat is going to throw out ballots that don't belong to them? Yeah. So, so what is ballot harvesting? Do you go, you go to a person's house, you pick up their vote? I believe I could you be believe. Wrong. Uh, is I it could a, be wrong? Is it a you sealed bring them? Is it a, a do, they, do they give it to you in a sealed? Do they get? Do they give it to you in a sealed envelope? I don't know. You don't know. So if it's in a sealed, that was another big controversy during this. Well, thing. well. So no. So this is my problem. You're upset with something, but you don't know all the processes, right? Because if it's in a sealed envelope, you have to open it and then check. And if you open it, and if it's a person you're for, you then can't bring back an opened envelope. Huh? Because wasn't that big? Wasn't there We're big, done here. Wasn't there big, <laughs> We're wasn't there done here. Not two envelope controversy during the election. Because there's supposed to be some procedure that, that wasn't followed. Don't ask me about what's supposed to be. Let's talk about what you know is fact. You don't know either then. That's my point. Like, my issue isn't with ballot harvesting. I'm not bringing it up as a conspiracy. <laughs> I don't have an issue with it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I just don't trust partisans. It's, that's as simple as that. And at that point, it gets, it's just a factor of... Let me ask you this. Do you, try, do, you, do, you not, do you not trust the government? No. Why the fuck not? Why would... Uh, do you trust the government? I'm black. I got a reason. I don't understand. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't... Un- no, no. I'm, I, no, no. I'm, being very, be I'm being very serious about this. Like, in America, I do not understand why white people don't trust the government. I, I like anyone. like that is that is your fubu like y'all created this shit it is for you by you like <laughs> like this shit it was made to resemble you like black people they experimented on us they murdered us uh Na- native americans pushed you off your land murder us also experimented on them. everybody else we get it but y'all created this like we the people y'all are we like i don't understand how y'all don't trust the government y'all made <laughs> what has the government ever been proven to be trustworthy Let's see, uh, the New Deal, um, do you know how much money y'all made off the New Deal? Like, what the fuck y'all talking about? That's how, that's how your parents got their interest-free house, like. My parents, not me. That paid for your college. You don't know how much. My parents didn't pay shit for my college. Do you know how much money you save on an interest-free house? A lot. Exactly. Do you know that they could not give one of the stipulations that. Democrats before the party switched. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Before the party switched, they were just like, the New Deal does not abli- apply to black people. We could not get those interest free homes. It's not as simple as Democrat, Republican. It's just uh, yeah, it's as simple as racist, not racist, which is what I've been yeah. trying to tell you. Look, look, I can't vote for the past. <laughs> read a book and then you could. <laughs> yeah. You don't read the news, so you have all this extra time to read a book. I can recommend so many books to tell you how fucked up this country's been. Yeah, but like, (laughs) but now you don't don't want to read that, and I'm sure that those books exist. (laughs) (laughs) You're sounding real political right now. I'm sure that the uh, reality in the in your books exist. Well, that goes back to what I'm saying. Is I feel like we're living in two different realities 
Yes. Where neither one of us are right. The truth is somewhere in the middle. People, the books you're reading are saying America is evil and they're throw the no. baby out with the bad. No, water. we've been racist. No, see, here's here 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 is the thing. Like, and this this is this is the problem with people not wanting to learn about critical race theory, not wanting to learn about their history. Right? They and and this this proves the point. They assume if you learn the history about this wrote co- critical race theory. Just listen to me what I'm saying. Like, they assume that if you learn the truth about this country, you're going to assume America's evil. That says more about what America's done than what history teaches, right? These people that I read in these books, they don't say America's evil. They say this is what happened, right? And if you assume America is evil because this, this, and that, that's on you. That's on the series of events. Uh I'm not saying America is evil. I said America is is racist that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it can change to not be racist that doesn't mean it's always going to be in this perpetual state of evilness or racismness uh-huh. but you can't change things if you aren't honest about where things started and where they are yeah. you can't make the world better if you're looking at it in rose-colored glasses and you say this is the reality for people in this country. Right. This is what it's been. Like I read these books. This book these books don't start off America is evil and let me tell you why. No, they just say 1984 and 1772 and 1868 this 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 happened right and that gave me the information to say this country has a history of racism that still permeates today and that jives with my experience as a black American right exactly I agree but I could do the exact same thing point out a couple of bright instances in America's history and say this 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 day Something great happened, and here's why it's great, and this is why America's great. The sun that's was a, it's a, talk about, okay. The sun was out today. That doesn't mean it wasn't storming. That's like people act, stuff. No, people act like things happen in a vacuum, and it's one. The sun came out today, and it also thunderstormed. Right? We had bright spots in our history. That mm. doesn't mean we aren't a country that has deep seated issues with racism. But you you can't point out one thing one instance, two instances in our history and say, this is us completely. That's not what I'm trying. Exactly. But I'm not pointing out one history, one history. I'm pointing out a systematic sequence of events that leads to today. I'm not saying once we owned slaves and we were evil, even though we got rid of them. No, I'm saying we had slaves. And even after we got rid of them, we did this, 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 that to disenfranchise not only the black people, but also Asian Americans, also Native Americans. We also oppress women. We also oppress trans and gay people. And these are the policies that we started and still have today that disenfranchise these people. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying we're racist because we own slave once. I'm saying we're racist because it costs me more to buy a car than you. <laughs> like right. I'm saying these things still happen today. If well, these yeah, things weren't happening today, out. then I would say we were racist, but we're better. But the problem is since they still happen today, we're, we're worse. We were racist. We're still racist. Are we better? Yes. So, but do we have a ways to go? Yes. Sure. Right. I'm not, I'm not discounting progress, but okay. when my life hangs in the balance, I can't say we're at the mountaintop. Yeah. So, uh, what like so, uh, what would be your solution for moving forward? Like, how can it ever be uh, perfect? Do you realize? All right. So here's the thing, because this is a question black people get from white people a lot. 
Do you realize how, and I'm going to say this no shade, it's pretty fucked up to ask a black person, how do we fix society? Right? No, no, because here, here's the thing. Hey, I'm not a politician, right? I'm not, I, I don't run for politics. I'm not in a position. Yet. I, I'm not, no, no, I'm not in a position of power. Politician vibes. No, but listen, sure. listen, I'm not in a position of power. When your car is fucked up, are you a mechanic? No. You know what's wrong. You take it to a mechanic and you want them to fix it, right? All I'm saying is I know the car is fucked up. I'm not an expert. Don't ask me on, because a lot of, no, no, this happens a lot because you ask, you ask, uh, and I, when I say you, I don't mean you, right. but this is a question I've gotten from a lot of white people. They ask me, how do I fix it? And it's like, I don't know exactly how to fix everything. And because I don't be like, oh, well then there's no problem. But look, I know if my car is starting or stopping, I've got to take it to the mechanic and they're the experts and they have to fix it. Right. I'm not a history expert. I am a history buff, right? So there's a difference. I like history. I read about it. I don't know everything that happened. I'm not going to pretend to know everything that happened. I'm not a politician. I don't make policy. I can't change. I can leverage my position as a voter to change things, but there's a problem when there's voter suppression. Me as a black person, my vote means less. That's, that's another thing, right? I can't tell you how to fix everything in society. Uh-huh. No one person can. And to ask me how to fix it, it's a monumental task and it's fucked up, right? Because I'm not a politician. I'm not in the power to do it. Uh-huh. And it's not what I want to do with my life. But I, that doesn't mean I don't know that there's a problem. This car is fucking janky <laughs> and it needs to be fucking fixed. I can tell you that. I don't think any car is perfect. If you buy a car off the lot, that shit should be perfect, right? Don't bring me the, I don't think any car, you paying, you paying a hundred thousand, you paying what? You paying two point seven million dollars for a Bugatti? You don't think that shit is perfect? That shit should be perfect off the lot. That's that should be America. America should be a perfect off the lot two point seven. There is no billion. perfect country. That's all. That's There's point. no perfect country yet, but that doesn't mean you can't strive to be one. Stop with this whole like. I agree with that. Like, like that's that's something that people in power and who are just okay with the way shit. It's like, well, there's no perfect country. Like, we'll be all right. I no, my only point from the beginning of this to, the, to even now is just like, look. Are things uh, optimal? Absolutely not. Can things be better? Absolutely. All right, absolutely. But don't mini- but don't minimize what needs to happen because a lot needs well, my, to happen. My whole point was you awfully quiet over there. <laughs> my, only, my only point was is we we raise the temperature so so high. I feel like it has a polar opposite effect of what we want. I feel like we're getting who's as we America? Who is we? It's a race thing. So in America, so we white people. No, I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm asking you who is races. So I'm asking you who is we? Like we raise the temperature. You're getting all black people are getting happier based on the the current climate and the, the critical race theory being taught. No fucking way. Why like, would, I can't speak for people like why would why why would it? why would we not be happy for critical race theory to being taught? Why, Actually, why would we not be happy for because people who weren't tr- thinking about race all t- all day every day, which. I, I can't speak for that that perspective, but like, I don't think that. Well, I can. I can only speak for myself. Please and speak logic for yourself. And like, what I would love. You don't want to think about race every day. Yes. Do you know that every black person and non-white person thinks about race every day? I've dated black women in the past, and this was not a major factor. Just because it was a major factor doesn't mean they weren't thinking about it. This is what, this is one of the things I've been trying to tell you. Like, uh-huh. we cannot forget that we're black. We don't, and this is also goes to dating somebody who yeah, understands our- Yeah, like Candace Owens said, no, I'm kidding. 
Wow. I just wanted to see his reaction. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I need another drink. <laughs> can we can we get refreshers? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, let's wrap this up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, can, we can keep talking after, but um, yeah, we can wrap it up. Mark's like at this point, like trying not to get. <laughs> Mark Thanks has for been backing up the um, conversation or just getting involved here, bud. <laughs> you know what it is? He knows I'm right, and he doesn't want to. <laughs> He has reservations about your thoughts and does record, not want his voice. For the record, I think your opinion is just as valid as mine. I think like the same for Mark. I'm not saying you're wrong about anything. And like I said, I think we've every, had these conversations. Yeah, before. exactly. And and it's all, like it's been always been interesting. I've learned a lot, and I'd say you've changed my mind on a couple of things. Ooh, I'd be interested to know what. Yeah, what was it we talked about at Secret Group one day? We're in the main room. And we were at the bar. I can't remember what we were talking about, but I was like, okay. I started out, I was like, ah, it seems like a bit of a stretch. And through our conversation, I was like, man, this makes sense. I can't remember. So I think it was whenever you said that the races shouldn't mix. I think that was something like that. I was like, okay, this guy's got some good uh, points. Uh, I'm, I'm joking. Oh, was I talking <laughs> about it? No, I think I know. Was I talking about how integration was done wrong? That might have been it. I don't remember. We've had a couple of conversations. All right, now that I have to say that, I feel like I have to clarify for the, <laughs> for the, <laughs> for the people. Hey, if you want to get a if you want to get a refresher while I tell these people, sure, tell wh- people. why I think integration was done wrong. Um, <laughs> Mark, maybe, well, I'll have a dialogue with you, Mark. I don't Go even for quiet. It. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to single you out. But here's why integration was done wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? Most people think the opposite of segregation is integration. Mm-hmm. But the purpose of integration or the purpose of segregation wasn't separation. It was subjugation. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if it was truly separate but equal, um we wouldn't have been able to work for white people. We wouldn't have fed them. We wouldn't have like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it would have been completely separate. But there's also that's why there was only two races back then. It was white and colored. Mm-hmm. Right? And colored also included Indian, mm-hmm. Asian, like everything because right. it was just it was just separate. Um, but because the true nature of segregation was subjugation, the opposite of that is not integration. Integration, it's empowerment. Right? They should not have. Uh, they they shouldn't have force integrated the schools. What they should have done was forced equal disbursement of taxpayer funds. Mm-hmm. They should have brought the black neighborhoods up to code, like the roads. They should have made sure that there was black swimming pools on the other side of town. People think black people can't swim. It's because we never had any swimming pools, right? right. They, they, they didn't invest in that in our side of town. They should have made sure we had better school books, better teachers, all that. They should have brought everything up to be equal across the board. And then they should have said, now everybody can go everywhere, right? right. Because you look in history and they always talk about integration and you have what a handful of black kids going to a white school right those buses did not go any other way right you never saw white kids walking into those shitty ass black schools that were underfunded right because the white people like i'm not sending my kids to that school fine like like you bring a handful of black people here and like we'll be okay with it and that's why do you know the most segregated school system today do you know what state it's in no i don't know which state new york state New York State has the most segregated new uh, school system, mm-hmm. right? At least back when I checked it, which was maybe like five years ago, maybe it's changed, right? Mm-hmm. Because the idea of integration was like, you can come now, 
We're not going to keep you out, but we're also not going to give your communities money. Mm -hmm. So the best analogy that I can come up with to explain it was, it, it is like a pool, right? So it's like black people weren't allowed in the pool. White people got in the pool. They had the lifeguards. They had swim coaches. They have swimmers. Like they had everything. That was segregation. And then integration was saying, okay, y'all can get in the pool, but they didn't give us any of the equipment. We got no swimming coaches. And some of us drowned mm -hmm. and died. And then some of us swam and they pointed out the ones that floated just like, just on natural ability, just like, well, they could swim. Why can't you? And that's the fucked up part of integration. And that's why you, that's why you still have a deficit in budget. Like rich schools receive $23 billion more in funding than poor schools. Mm -hmm. Right now, if I went to Congress today and say, "Hey, we should give poor schools twenty-three billion more dollars," they would flip. Yeah, but they're okay with it because it's flowing one way. All right, as God intended. All right, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dig that okay. hole, player. Yeah, dig it. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, we should do an episode um, down the line where we have a specific, a particular topic, uh, political topic, to where we actually both, or everyone who's on, studies that topic and comes prepared to talk about it. So we can get some like, it, cause I, I firmly believe dialogue is the answer. Oh, it is. To everything. If you don't, it's a part of the answer, if, but you also need to read. If you don't, yeah, that's if, what I'm saying. We need to be able to study. this. <laughs> ahead of time. But when we have one person who's like, Oh, I can give you this, 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 and this. I'm like, okay, well, I don't I, know any of that. I'll tell you when I first realized that my life I was read drastically last three books. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> These are jokes, folks. These are jokes. I first realized that my Doesn't life Tommy was Lauren vastly fuck different. All right. No, continue. I first realized <laughs> that my life as a white guy, kid growing up was vastly different when I um, one of my friends, he lives in the bad part of town and his like really close friend was driving home from the gym one day, got pulled over the cop, beat up. Call, he like tells me this and he's all upset and I'm shocked and appalled. I'm like, well, what happened? You know? And he's like, well, it's so like, come find out, get the story. The cop had had like a partner who got shot in like a altercation with some other black man. So he went out and just beat up this other guy. I saw so, this. So I, for, and this was maybe 15 years ago, maybe a little bit longer. I heard about this and I was like, just past the statute of limitations. Real nice, Mark. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, made this one strong. And it really <laughs> made me start to think because at first the initial thing is like, oh, is this real? Is this true? But then like he starts like sharing photos. He's like, here's me in the hospital. And then he goes through like all the proceedings of trying to get the, you know, the officer, you know, he gets suspended and then he's back on the force level. The typical yeah. stuff that you've heard of. And that is what really got me started thinking. I was like, my life has been vastly different. I don't know what I'm talking about. So I can't really sit around and say, Oh, it's like this. My life has been, I've had a good life. Did mm -hmm. I grow up rich? No, lower middle class, but I can definitely see because I have other friends who are black, you know, they're having a harder time at things that have been easier for me. And it is fucked up as all can be. Mm -hmm. It's, and it's one of those things where when you have the opportunity to listen, I really do attempt to listen. That's one reason I have been quiet because I have learned some things that I did not know. Now, what can I do about that? I can go, I can vote about it. I can tell other people about it when they come back and say, Oh no, that's not how it is. Or you know, this kind of stuff really doesn't happen. No, it does because I met another black man today who has lived a different life than me. And now I have the opportunity to do what I can. But can I make policy about it? No, I can vote. 
But you can, yeah, you see, you can, you I can, can listen leverage. and I can learn. <laughs> and then the other thing is the least to me, I think this is an important thing. I don't have kids, but anyone who's younger, I can teach them. Cause like you said earlier, there's all those white people <laughs> that are racist telling their children about it. And that's yeah. one thing I have learned because moving here to Texas, there's a reason the Confederate flag is still around. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand that like, shit at all. So I, I so <laughs> here, 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 here's the thing, right? January 6th, we had an insurrection, yeah. right? One of America's worst moments in the last hundred years. If you say so. Uh, Amer- you don't think that was terrible in the last hundred years? It was like 9-11, Pearl Harbor. Uh, to see your experiments, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Do you know about the massacre at Tulsa, Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks watched, to Watchmen. Uh, I watched uh, Watchmen. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. And that's that's where you get your information. Actually, a TV show, but no, but no. I was. I'm sorry. I was actually. <laughs> <laughs> he had a point. He got, he got distracted. By his point. I did, oh, fuck. What was I gonna say? No, you. So you, you were talking about. Just, just remind me what you were saying. I was talking about uh, January six, and I no, interrupted. Yeah, you, that's yeah. what you were talking. No, you were talking about you know like there's people racism. People oh, yes. teach racism. No, January six. No, yeah. Th- this is what I was saying. When they said the South will rise again, that's what they meant. Mm-hmm. See, you're making this face, but see, <laughs> no, no, no. Here, here's something you, you here. No, here's something you need to understand, and this goes for any war and any time in history. Uh-huh. The loser does not stop fighting. No, for sure, for sure, right? Yeah, that's what they mean. That's why they came out with the Daughters of the Confederacy. That's why all those um, Confederate statues were erected against Jefferson Davis's will. So, like, you guys are really respecting the Confederacy with that. You know, he didn't want any Confederate statues. Oh, right? I, I, you're not going to get a defense for me on Confederate right. statues. That's ridiculous to to glorify losers and right, but people that, who left but America. That, but, but the January 6th insurrect, that's why they had the Confederate flag. That, that was what they, they... Yeah, they did. I've never seen... I haven't you seen didn't see the Confederate... They, they walked in there. They said that's yeah, the first time the Confederate flag was actually in the Capitol building. People walked in there I with Confederate... Yeah. I, I, didn't, that, I didn't know yeah. that. Yes. Check with him for the facts. <laughs> like, I saw black guy saying this. White man, is that true? No. That is true. No, no, no. <laughs> it was crazy bison man and then the guy with the Confederate flag and I was just like, what the fuck are these people like that, like that's what they. QAnon, well, okay. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what they call themselves now. It doesn't matter if it was QAnon. That like the sentiment, like that is a South rising again. The loser does not stop fighting. One of the but worst these idiots what, thought what, that their election was actually stolen from them. But so here's the thing, like you They're dumb. But that that did not come out of nowhere, right? One of the one of the major failures of this country was not continuing the fight after the civil war they said they said all right we're done reconstruction was a disaster and then they're like yeah. all right we're done like black people are free bye like abraham lincoln was actually about to kick all the black people yeah, out of the country what, what country was that liberia several liberia? He, no 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 liberia was started by marcus garvey who actually was the one that has the he he was actually uh abraham lincoln was setting up colonies in both south america and africa where he was going to kick out all the black people but then he got shot in the Angola? head I'm not sure. It's what? Yeah, it's got it's name. It's like Madisonville is their capital or something like that. May or whoever it was that was the leader of that bill. Yeah, but it's yeah. That's what goes like yeah. Like I like Lincoln was not a so saint. so he like um. It's it's the pushback that America always falls short on, right? Uh-huh. It's it's the fucking yeah. We freed the slaves, but we didn't stop the pushback. Yeah, we got the civil rights movement, but we didn't stop. 
like the pushback and the pushback is always fucking harsh mm-hmm. right it, it 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 always comes like y- you can't stop fighting these wars you can't stop pushing back against racism misogynisticness or sure. misogyny transphobia homophobia these are ongoing fights so when people say racism is over you're fucking wrong when people say oh, there's no such thing as misogyny like women are equal not fucking true oh there's no such thing as homophobia well, you know gay guy ran for president no these are things <laughs> that you always like this country was made for rich white straight men originally and, yes originally and it's so just- if you're not one of those you have to keep fighting for your rights and it's a non-stop fight we are not there yet yeah i agree with that i agree with that completely and like i said and like you said with the families that taught their kids x i feel like the only that as america has gone on in every country really once it becomes like westernized or has money for me, it's all right. So you think, all right, that's than, another issue. But we're going to circle back to what you just said there. <laughs> like it's a it's a money thing, just as much as maybe not as like not saying one's better than the other. But I feel like it's a money thing, just as much as it is a race thing, because even in countries that are homogenous, they still have their up the people who oppress. And people who are oppressed upon, if you look at it from that perspective. Do you have an example? Ethiopia. Literally, literally every country on the planet. Countries I've been to, Ethiopia. I've been, a, I've been to Japan, which is a very homogenous. One of the most. Populations. Mm-hmm. And they're some of them. I, at least. Do you think they treat I, poor people well there? I didn't say that, but when I go there as a black person, uh-huh. I felt, well, they let you and I, I know, I, I know Japanese, like, I know there's an issue with like, you know, some people have felt like, like, I know people who have been discriminated against by Japanese people, but I'm just saying as a traveler, like I felt like they were at least at the very surface level, they were very nice to travelers. Surface level, but will they let you move there? Absolutely not. Can they stop me? Yes. How? I will not you, allow you to... Nigerians mind. have been moving to Japan since the 80s. What's their percentage? I don't know their less percentage, than, but, I, but I know they're bouncing at strip clubs because that's how I bumped into them. There, yeah, are a bunch of, a, <laughs> there are a bunch of Nigerians. Maybe not a bunch, but they're there. I, <laughs> look, I'm not saying... I'm not claiming that America uh, doesn't have ra- like racism in its history mm. or it's, it's got some racist problems. My only point is, like, that's true. But the, the whole world does... And it's it's... It, it shouldn't stop getting better. I'm not saying that we're done. We're solved it. I'm just saying that the, the temperature to where people are like, every day we told like America is like filled with brutal racists and like your whole life is, you look, look at, at every, the way somebody's looking at you and the, this, that, and the other, and we, we all hate each other. That's the news pushing that. And maybe I'm coming okay. from this homeschool. Yeah. Grew up in a, I think you are. Predominantly white. But uh, let, me, uh, let, let, me, let me use this example. We're on the Titanic. The shit hits an iceberg. We all get thrown into the water. Right. Everybody's drowning. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. Is that no, no, yeah. Drowning? Like every, everybody's drowning. That doesn't mean just, just st- because everybody's drowning, I don't need air too. Right. You know, I don't care that the, like, I don't care that the rest of the world is steeped in racism. That's not true. It's not that it's not true that I don't care, but just because everyone around me is struggling doesn't mean that my problems aren't valid. So you can't dismiss me. You can't dismiss the racism in this country by saying every country is racist. Like you, you real you realize that that's a dismissal. Like when I tell them to tell you the, the problems of the issues of the country you live in, you're just like, well, the rest of the world's racist. Like, cool. 
I need to breathe, nigga. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I need to fix what's here now. Like, I can't fix the rest of the world. I'm not just Bezos. Like, right. Bezos can fix the world. But him, he, him, him, and Bill Gates. They can get together. They can do their bachelor shit. They can fix yeah. a lot of fucking shit. I'm not them. Yeah. Telling me the rest of the world has racism. I, I trust me. I believe it more than anything because one of one of the best things that colonialism has exported besides slavery was a hatred for black people. Huh? I don't have time to go into that with you, but there's a lot of countries. There's a lot of countries that bleach their skin and have very like the very a very a lot of hatred for Afrocentric features because they just thought white is right and to look white is more beautiful. It's actually it's like funny topic. I've heard I I can't remember where I saw it might have been a YouTube video or something. I'm gonna use a restroom. Go go for it. But uh, I don't know where I saw it. um, But it was talking about how. I actually would love to get his opinion on it. So it's kind of pointless talking about it. But like, <laughs> like um, almost every nation has some level of like colorism, but mm-hmm. even within the same similar, like the same group, there's like people like their light skin versus dark skin have beef. Yeah. And uh, I, I think a, that's a pretty universal thing across the world. It, it might is. always have been. No, it's like I said, not saying it's right. It's just, no, it cool. is. It's a, it's a human race problem. People, whether it's whether Such it's a skin color, whether it, no, it is, it is. Whether it's skin color, whether it's religion, whether it's tribalism, whether it's you know you live in this area and I live in this area. Humans have always divided themselves, engaged each other, looked upon other people as less than because of whatever determining factor that they think it is, or they put merit towards. Right. I wonder when they got started. Dawn of humanity. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, but like, like I don't know if it was dawn of humanity that 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 light skin was viewed. As, oh, okay, when light skin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, that. Yeah. It could be. I don't know. Okay, because it, it could go back to like some kind of um, like uh, evolutionary. Like I don't know. It's no. weird. Anyways. But, it's so, been- Kenji, uh, I, I brought up a subject that, like, as soon as I started talking about, like, I realized that this <laughs> is What's up? So, throughout time, throughout history of the world, there's been uh, not just necessarily racism, there's been colorism, which I feel like that's, that's existed. Not always. And that's what I was asking him. I was like, I wonder when they got started. Because... Was it always that no, because light skin I was mean- prefer- preferential to, to dark skin? Or was there like a, a throughout time? Is that flipped and switched, or where has that been? Because white white, at, people, white as a concept didn't start until uh, slave until slavery before. was needed. Like they looked at the history books and like the term white to describe white people, it didn't start what until did they, call them? they just called them where they were from. <laughs> oh, like uh, like you're it, it, like, there, like German. Yeah, there wasn't British. a need. There wasn't a need to distinguish until you needed to keep. African people in slavery, and then you, uh-huh. you you called them black, and then non-blacks were white. Yeah, but why did why do you think colorism? I know you can go off on all kinds of crazy tangents. Why do you think colorism existed or started in the first place? Well, so I, it's the dumbest thing to well, care so about. It's I'm a very logical person, so I when you when, when you when you when you're given a set of information, you you look at what are the inputs and what are the outputs? Uh-huh. And 
when you have an oppressive society, what you see at the beginning is I'm going to create slaves because I want free labor, right? Mm -hmm. They created slaves in the beginning, not because they hated black people. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking further back than that. I'm talking like Egyptians. But they didn't have colorism back then. How do we know? You might be right. I don't know about much about the subject. When do you think that got started? You think it started Cleopatra in fucking Cleopatra was Greek. Yeah, and she was a mistress to fucking what? Mark Anthony? Like yeah, but yeah, she yeah was there Greek. was a lot. She wasn't even brown. She, she, she was, was Greek. Well, Greeks are pretty brown. She was she was mixed Olive in. skin. Yeah, she was that. mixed in. Greeks are pretty brown, but like or they can be. But yeah, it's like but she ruled Egypt, right? That shows you there's That's cuz Alexander the Great conquered it and he left his buddy Ptolemy in charge. Greek, but, but my basic point was okay, yeah, that's, colorism that's and point. stuff like that. That happens where you ha- like that happened in you in the unique situation of enslaving another race. It definitely did, right? Because you don't think it because, before that. Well, because did they have slaves before that? Yes, they. Ha- but like Greeks, mm-hmm. like Europeans, they used to enslave each other all the time. And they enslave sure, white yeah. people, but sure. hey, what happened? What happens? What happens if Mark enslaves Adam and then Adam runs away? It's hard, <laughs> it's hard to tell. Exactly, like you know. So it's hard to hate your features and shit. How do you think that happened back then? That's actually a good, interesting point. Like, they no, like like you would raid a village and you would take some people and you would take them far away and they don't really know the area, but they look like you. But you can't really like you don't. You, they're just your slave. You don't hate them for what they look like. You just. You, yeah. you just hit a lick. You just hit a come up. You're like, oh, got me yeah, some new yeah. fresh slaves. <laughs> like, you don't hate them because you're white. You just got five new people to fucking do your fucking land. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Right? Like, how that's. Did that, how did you control that back in the day? Like, was you're there... taking people, you're taking people from one area to another. It's hard. Yeah, they escaped. It was one of the biggest issues, like, when they came here. Like, you had indentured servants, but they would just escape from Boston down to New York or whatever. It's like, oh, they fucking blending in, right? Mm. They tried to enslave the Native Americans, but what they do? Like, we know the land. We dipped, yeah. right? So that's why they hit the perfectness with Africans. Africans had come into contact with Europeans, so we... We uh we had resistances to their diseases. Mm-hmm. We didn't know the land like the Native Americans, but we didn't blend in like white people. Uh-huh. Right? And that's how it happened. So the first people, I like they took them just like honestly, here's what happened. Like you had like a lot of indentured servants and slaves, and like the white people actually started teaming up with the black people. Like they were just like, hey, the way they're treating both of us is fucked up. Right. And the people in power are just like, okay, the black people can be slaves, but the white people can't. And like that created a divide. That was like their appeasement of the day. Right. The white people right then, like, I'm not saying you. Like, fuck you. I'm out. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you, but your great, 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 great grandpappy fucked up because he should have been like, hey, no, this is my black brother. We should have, they should have stuck together. Right. But like, that's what they did. Right. So the first enslavement was out of just like, all right, these people are coming together. These people are easy mm-hmm. to enslave, like, blah, blah, blah. Where colorism comes from. And my, this is just my personal opinion. I haven't read a book on this. I'm not a master. But you start raising a child in that. Uh-huh. Children have to be taught racism. Like, you know I what agree. I mean? I agree, yeah. yeah they 100%, be, so yes. they, they see you enslaving a person. You're like, why you do that? Because they black. So then the children start assuming there's something wrong with them. Right. Uh-huh. Because that's what you start seeing after generations like, oh, they're inferior. Oh, they're this. And that. Like there wasn't none of that. Like, I mean, there might have been some of that at the beginning when they're going to like the dark continent 
or like whatever. But I think that's how you really get the colorism. Like when somebody is raised by, because black people were raising these children, but they Mm -hmm. had to think that, oh, there's something wrong with them. So then they start, like that's why racism gets worse after generations and generations and generations. And after so many generations, People just don't even, some people just don't even know why. Yeah, they don't I know, know. It's like, hey, hey, I we know need to pick guy, this kind. Several years ago, I know a guy. I was dating a Latina woman. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, I heard you started dating somebody new. He's like, yeah. He was asking stuff about her. And her race didn't come up at all because I don't care. I didn't think to mention it. Yeah. So after like a couple hours, like a goes, oh, she's great. I want to talk about her or I want to meet her. I'm like, okay, that sounds great. And he goes, it's good that a good man, white man like you found a good white woman. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> oh, I have this, I, I have this face where people they can feel like they can say some sideways and, shit to me. I'm like, what the fuck and, and go, vibe am I putting off? Excuse me? And he goes, well, you know, he goes, I'm glad you didn't go out and, you know, you know, get with somebody from a different culture. And I said, she's Mexican. And he goes, oh. And then I said, wait, wait, where does this come from? And so he tried to like backpedal, like, oh, well, you know, white people should only stick with white people. And I said, why? Well, I grew up in South Carolina, and that's just the way it is. And I said, but why? South Carolina, the more racist of the Carolinas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the thing. I was like, yeah. every black, every black yeah. person knows that. Look, if you're going to go to a white yeah. Carolina, don't. But if you have to, <laughs> go north, because yeah. the South. <laughs> but I, that's the thing. I said, Where's I said, give me a reason. He had nothing. It was just that's the way it is. That's the yeah. And I was like, and I said, that's not a reason. So, that's that, that didn't even close to becoming a good reason. I was like, that's ridiculous. And he votes. So what's so I I <laughs> talked He's dead now. I taught him yeah, a heart attack probably, but somebody but, might vote in his name. Hopefully not. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. But like, so that's like I feel like I've lived in a like a, a weird uh, upbringing. Because I was homeschooled in a house where race was never brought up, good, bad, were, or different, we hung, we spent because you were in your own house. But, yeah, <laughs> but I went, we went to church. We went to with like these homeschool groups that had Hispanic and black people in them. Uh, were they as common as white? Well, no, but like it was never brought up ever. So maybe I'm living in this this existence that is ultra rare to where it's not I lived till I was. Probably, almost probably, probably twenty, if not older. To where race was never brought up. I never I watched the news. I never watched any. I of this. don't think, even if you weren't homeschooled, I honestly don't think you think your issue. I don't want to say issue. I don't think your lack of awareness with race, like the lack of conversations you had about it, is that rare, right? That's a good thing, though. No, it's not. But you need to know from an early age what every they were all different. No, no, what other, what, but what other people go through, right? Because this is why we're having these conversations. You never talked about your race until you were in your twenties. Yeah, I've had conversations with my parents about race before I hit double digits. I agree with you, and that's what I'm saying. Like these, like these, and like this might we be unavoid- and This might be unavoidable just based on our different. Uh, up like up, up raised, like you grew up a black guy, I grew up a white guy, so it might be unavoidable. But right, but what I'm trying like, to tell, I, I want to know if if you raise somebody in a vacuum, like you said, like racism has to be taught. I was never taught racism, but that's, so it wasn't a factor. But that's you were what I'm. But that's that what I'm trying to tell you. From the yes, but, see, you don't think you were taught racism, but that's the thing about systemic racism. Explain. 
it's in the system. You 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 know it, you understand it, you navigate it, you have it, even though nobody told you about it. It's in our history books. Like it's in your textbooks. It's in it's in the way like if it, there's an overtly law that is racist. You don't think I, there I, you don't think there are any I'm sure so, there are. Don't get me wrong. I'm not so there's, that, all right. there's millions of laws on the books. Exactly. So with with saying that there are overtly racist laws, you understand systematic racism. You understand if that it's are, a thing. Yeah. No, yeah, no, 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 not if there are. Not I mean there's 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 not if. Like we can no, talk I'm about sure, it. I'm sure, I'm sure that there are just based on over right, time, so so then you laws take forever. No, no, no. To I'm return. not talking about that obscure law in Vermont where the woman, where if a woman's driving, the husband has to walk in front of the car and scream that a woman's driving. You still can't pump your gas in what Rhode Island or New Jersey? It's or New Jersey, yeah. Some stupid shit. I how does that law Jersey. still exist? Yeah, there's a. I don't know. I had to get yell at me last. Unions. Time that's how. Jersey. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't tell me you're uh, one of those anti-union motherfuckers. Uh, no, not to not to a large degree, but I think it's a little. They bit. were a huge, great thing for a time, turn of the century, and like I said, it helps to level the playing field to a large degree. It keeps people from getting taken advantage of to a large degree. Can there be issues? Up. Absolutely. Yeah, just like the government. It's impossible but- to fire a teacher. It's impossible. It's not impossible. They'll sit. They can sit there only when they have tenure. Well, that that first of all, the idea of tenure is absurd. It you takes have, three years. They fire te- like you know how they got around that. They just start firing teachers after their third year. <laughs> that's only because of the abuse of people who they couldn't fire for being terrible. Like I said, there needs to be. If that's what you think, if you think think they never fired a good teacher just because they didn't want to give them. Why do you think it costs? I think it was. I heard somebody talking about it. It was like three hundred. It might have been on Joe Rogan. I fully admit. Oh Jesus Christ! It may have been. Like I said, I admit. All right, tell me, tell me, tell me this extraordinary cost for something we absolutely need. America pays. I'll probably get the number wrong. Like three hundred times per mile. For uh, like uh, fast transit than the Japanese, so because we like don't have the infrastructure. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like where where is their fans transit? This is in California. This was this this came. It was a YouTube video. Actually, it wasn't Rogan. So it was compared. Like, it was just say like America is like because unions are involved. Like, not the only reason. It makes everything infinitely more expensive. Because like you see China building up their COVID response, boom. Their they COVID, had, they had cities. Their COVID response was built. also using their security cameras to just snatch people off the street based on the temperature. What's wrong no, with they, that? They also have social. Nigga, as a black person, I do not want to be snatched no. off the street based no. on what your based <laughs> on what your camera tells me. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? No, I'm not saying who is like, it. That China, China is going straight in 1984. Yeah, right, they, but, but they have the, the thing. social credit But here's score. the thing: you yeah. like you can't take one thing out without looking at the whole at the concept why is it so much more expensive to build here compared to japan another industrialized nation why is it three so you're all right you you can you can blame the unions if you want but you can't overlook the no no but exactly you can't overlook the corrupt you you can say it's like oh it's the unions but like why is it a poly you you realize it's so here's the fuck capitalism no no here's a here's a fuck shit here is the hey people listening at home if you if you vote republican listen to this no yeah listen to this here's the thing you know if you make less than seventy five thousand dollars your taxes are going to go up next year 
right? And who are, who are they going to blame? That's another thing about no, politics. no. But listen, but listen. They're going to blame Biden because he's in office right now. But exactly. Something that it put in place. It was something four or five, six years ago. No, it was something that Trump did with the with his tax cuts. He said, "All right, we're going to cut your taxes now." And and so they knew Trump wasn't going to win re-election. They fucking knew it. If coronavirus hadn't happened. If coronavirus hadn't happened, he, he probably, he probably wouldn't really lecture. And you know what he did? He probably would have revised that law to push it off. Yeah, another, sure. But what, when, all politicians but what he did with his tax cuts was just like, we're going to cut your taxes now, but they're going to set to increase in the next term, knowing that, hey, if it's a, if it's a Democrat, you, like, so people's taxes are going to go politicians up. politicians ever. No, because not That's, all, not like, once again, I'm not all a Democrat. politicians. No, no, I'm not, I'm not a Democrat, but Democrats don't do that. Like, no, look at. If they cut your taxes, they cut your taxes. Like, uh, no, nah, just look at it. Just look. You, do you know who saved us from economic recessions? Democratic presidents. They're the ones who pull us out all the time. And this is me not saying, like, I'm not a Democrat because most of them are fucking corporate Democrats and they still fuck over the little guy. But they at least do the bare minimum to keep this. They do the bare minimum. It's like, hey, maybe we should do this. Yeah, I mean... The, neither one of them are fiscally conservative. That's for sure. You re, you realize the <laughs> nobody wants us. You realize only in the last thirty years, only one Republican president has won the popular vote once, and that's only that's, after he cheated the first time. Yeah. Do you realize that we we oh, should wait, have had Democratic presidents? Yeah. Yeah. Bush. Ross Perot fucked it up. No. <laughs> first of all, first of all, Bush didn't even win the, his first election. Not popular vote. It's not debatable. period. No, it's not debatable. They when they finished the rec- Gore con- conceded before they finished the recount. Actually, sucker. No, actually, the Supreme Court said, "Okay, we're, Supreme Court just said they we're said st- stop counting." Right? They said stop counting. They kept counting anyway, and they were like, "Okay, Gore won." But they, the Supreme Court handed the victory that's to me. You didn't know that? I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's not they, true. The Supreme Court. I'm that's legit. Like I did never heard that. The Supreme Court handed the victory to George Bush because they did a recount and they were like, all right, you have this much time to do the recount. And they're like, well, we need more time. And so they're just like, boom, at this date, whatever you got is what you got. But they kept doing the recount and like, and afterwards they're like, yeah, Gore won that shit. What? Yeah. Are you sure about that? Absolutely. (laughs) I've literally never heard that. Yeah, because they don't talk about it a lot because that was the first time they rigged an election. (laughs) I feel like that'd be, I feel like that would be gigantic. Look it up. Today. No. If that was true, Gore would be talking about it all the time. Gore Democrats, just, Democrats would be talking about it all the time. Democrats are fucking stupid. They don't. They don't. They don't. No, I'm seriously like they don't know how to play when they got the Joker. They don't know how to play their big hand. I told you, I'm not a Democrat. No. I'm liberal. I'm not a Democrat. The fact that Democrats the- are fucking weak and they're stupid. Like I am not a Democrat. I vote with them because Republicans are fucking worse. But I am not a Democrat. I said this like leading up to the 2020. Um, uh, election. I was like, if if we didn't have COVID, Trump even, would probably if be it's president. Even close. Shame on the Democrats for putting up a turd. Like, you think it, this is the first turd they put up? <laughs> Carrie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it happens all the time. It's like that's what I hate about politics. Like, it should have been Bernie. Bernie should be our president right now. Oh, you got problems with Bernie? We would have. I got a that. lot of problems with Bernie. Yeah. Look, what look, What are your problems with Bernie? Let's hear your false. <laughs> I'm, I, you gave me yeah, alcohol actually, you like, gave me alcohol I'm yeah, drinking enough, like, hey, you shouldn't have done this if you didn't want me to fight I was actually I was really impressed and I think Bernie is the by far most real 
He's Canada. honest. He is honest, and he believes. He tell this. he tells you what he's gonna do straight up. Yes, he does. And I heard I watched these town halls with him, and I was like, he doesn't I sugarcoat. Will give him this. He is at least honest. He gives real answers. What's your problem with Bernie? My problem with Bernie is this is gonna be good. I don't know. Maybe it could work. You don't know your problem. So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My problem was is you know it. Brings in a lot of socialistic tendencies, but I will say you this: you know, I we will, already have socialism in this country. Exactly. Yes, and I will say public this, schools, public roads, public parks, say, social security, Medicaid. Like yeah. we already like he's a he said I'm Which a democratic socialist. Like he's like I don't. Well, when has socialism ever worked well? Social security, Medicaid, public cars, public yeah, housing. Those are all known for being great programs that work well. Public school, your public. You just said earlier that there's certain public schools that. Get funded certain public schools that don't. Yeah, but when they're funded really... Why do you think I speak like this? Because my mother ensured that I went to a well-funded public school. Like, I went to a really good public school, and that's why... I, hey, you you... And this is what I should do. No, 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 hey, hey, no, 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 listen to me. Conservatives don't trust no, but, no, the but government. Listen, they don't do anything well. You know what Finland did right? And we should do this in this Who? fucking country. Finland. Finland. They got rid of private schools. Mm. You know why? Because they realized that rich people aren't going to, like, all the money they put in That's private school point. goes to public school. Because think about it. It's Beyonce. It's That's Bill good. Gates or Jeff Bezos. Are they going to let their kids get underfunded? So they said no private school. All that money went into public school and that's, everybody got a better education. That's a great point. And that's what we should do in this country. We should get We should get rid of private school. We should get rid of charter school and force all like the reason public schools school, the reason public schools are underfunded is because rich people don't give a fuck because they can always pay for a better education. If they didn't have a choice, these niggas would have diamond iPads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree They'd be pissing in gold toilets. They would be they would be set. That's what we need to do. But guess what that is? Socialism. Yeah, but that's a that's a that's a See, good point. so when people say, oh, socialism is bad, like socialism is bad in a corrupt setting. Anything is bad in a corrupt setting, right? right. Nothing is absolutely good. Nothing's absolutely good. I'm also pro social socialist medicine. I'm also. Exactly. You can always, nothing. like, so when people hate on socialism, I'm just like, you are hating on a good idea implemented wrongly, right? Because yeah. you could always implement a good idea. You could implement a bad idea well, right. right? As well. So it's like, first of all, our country, like people also confuse capitalism with socialism, right? Socialism is a way to run a government. Capitalism is a way to run your economy. The problem is we're so corrupt is that they're blended. Right, capitalism is how you run your economy. Anybody can, you know, do what they need to do to try to make money. Socialism is a way to run your government. So here's, so here's why I was saying uh, it's it's unique. Or uh, I'm surprised looking back through history, I saw something that was like the adjustable tax rate throughout twentieth, uh, twentieth, and twenty first century, and I was blown away. So after World War One ended, right before like nineteen seventeen. It was like seven percent. Oh yeah, well, I and, mean, do you do you even know why we have an income tax? Why? All right, here's some history of why we have an income tax. Before prohibition, there was no income tax because the government made its money on sales tax, uh -huh. right? But when prohibition hit, 
The government and why lost. that happened? Because we let women vote. Go on. <laughs> no, women can vote. All right, no, no, we're going to exact- no, no, no. We're going to get back to that. No, no, okay. no, no. We are going to circle back into all of that, and I'm going to tell you how the patriarchy. No, no, Go no. On. I'm going to tell you how the patriarchy ruined that. But yes, a lot of women were behind prohibition. But do you know why? They were getting beat by their husbands. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> if you niggas stop hitting them, we'd be all right. But listen, the government made a shit ton of its money through sales tax of alcohol Mm -hmm. so when prohibition went through they said all right we are going to have an income tax do you know what the income tax was on this was remember this was fucking prohibition era they said a hundred thousand dollars or more so they're basically talking about nowadays millionaires Mm -hmm. right and so the poor people supported it was like okay are you're only doing income tax on millionaires it's like fine like everybody was just like all right like cool income tax yeah prohibition goes away does the income tax go away? No. no. But now once you've given the government... Thanks, the, Democrats. But no. now once <laughs> That you, was your buddy, New Deal. Shut the fuck up. That's true. <laughs> he wasn't my He wasn't my buddy. I, what you, did, say, you said that. I was just saying that. What did you say? New the new, what did I tell you? The New, the new Deal was, was the good. The one thing you gave me that was a good thing. It was good, but it didn't apply to black people. It wasn't my buddy. So, all right. Like, <laughs> no, I, 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 that's all right. All right. I'm just basing so, that solely on the... No, no, no. So, we're going to do two things now. We're, all right. We're going to talk about how... When they brought Let's back split this into two episodes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> when they brought back uh, the sales of alcohol, they did not get rid of the income tax. In fact, they just let once they had the power, they just made it apply to more people. And that's why we have the income tax. Because y'all couldn't stop hating your wives. But the second thing I was going to say. Y'all. Yes, white people. What? Uh, you think they do things based on blacks in this country? Not us. <laughs> <laughs> this was <laughs> We still couldn't vote. It was not us. Uh, and white women only got the right to vote to uh, keep white supremacy. You know that. You know Susan B. Anthony was racist, right? You know her whole platform was give, white, give women the right to vote was so we can vote with you to keep black people out of power? I didn't know. I did know that the the lady who started Planned Parenthood was like a eugenicist. I knew that. I've heard that, but that that didn't even get to my second point. <laughs> you need to have a political podcast for real. I do, and you're good at this. And my like, girlfriend tells me I need to have a ball cut, uh, podcast. She called, has a no. I'm kidding. She, no, she told me I need to have a podcast called Unnecessarily Racist, where I just talk about <laughs> shit like I just pick a topic and I just go. Does, oh, she, they, always, does they, she always take your side whenever you say some? You talk about like dating outside of races. Like, oh no, we we have differences of opinions of a lot of stuff. Because I remember when we had debates, we were like all three of us were in the same conversation. She was on her your side. Yeah, she was on your side about. I the, was on her side. Yeah, the difference. But it wasn't a race issue. <laughs> no, it was. It was. Yeah, she. Well, we were talking about all. We talked about all. We talked about like all kinds of stuff. conversations. Yeah, entertaining. Oh, not shit. entertaining. These are educational. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded awful. <laughs> wow, it's entertaining to watch these black struggles. That sounded awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting. I, uh, I had a second point, but, but I forgot. Income tax. <laughs> so yeah, that was one thing that blew my mind. Is like at one point, I don't. First off, I don't. Oh, fully it, I, know what the adjusted rate tax I heard, is. I remember, my but it used point to be now. like ninety percent for like. Yeah. Like 50 years. Yeah. When people were just like, oh, we need to make, bring back America. we make us great in the 50s. Like, you guys know the income tax. Like, you know, we're attacking you at 90%, right? <laughs> like, that's how we had all that money to make all those nukes. Like, <laughs> no, but also the- Also got us to the moon, allegedly. The- I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> you, with you, I could never tell. I could, <laughs> I could never tell. No, no, but the other thing I was going to say was- 
They criticize Obama for all his executive actions. Please say his full name, Barack Hussein Obama. All right, cool. <laughs> do, but do you, do you think he had a lot of executive actions? Yeah. How many, how, how many did he have? More than Bush. By a lot. But you can't, you can't give me a number? More than Trump, too. Actually, he had the least amount of executive actions in the last hundred years. No, I that's true. That's Do you know who had the most? FDR. Obama had less. No, Obama. Obama. No, look. Obama had less than 200 executive actions. You, had, wanna, you, no, saw, you want to know? No, you want to know? Look, you, you want to know how much FDR had? Well, he was a tyrant. 30, 3,700. 3,700. So people are mad at Obama's like, oh, blah, 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 this. But a lot of shit y'all got. FDR was some, also had four terms. Yeah. He was a tyrant. He wasn't a tyrant. People liked him. Oh, they liked he, him. People vote. Like, you can't be a tyrant if they voted for you that yes, many times. He didn't yes, just stay. Can. How? He, they voted for I him. Mean, he didn't there, just. There was no law. Tyrants just stay in power. They voted for him. What do you mean he didn't stay in power? He stayed in power. Because they voted for him. Yeah. They, we but created, there was a norm. No, yeah. Because we didn't have term limits. They created term limits. There because was a like, norm, though. It was a norm through, from George Washington all the way up to FDR. All right. So you haven't. I've only said this joke maybe twice on stage. So you haven't heard this. But and this goes to sports. Like, there's no such thing as an unwritten rule. If it's important, write that shit down. It's it, like, there's no such thing as an unwritten rule. He kept, there was no yeah, term limits. Sport, no, no, a, look. If you are a sports fan, you know there are. No, no, but look, if you run for president and there's no law on how many times you can run for president. All right, he ran third time. He ran for, he won. Time, yeah. He ran a fourth time and Until he won. Until he died. He wasn't a tyrant. Like, yeah, what is, tyrants I, I, aren't consistently voted in by the people. They stay, they yeah. stay in past their, they vote. It's not like he stayed. They voted tyrants him in. You know why? It. Because tyrants he was doing shit for the people. Tyrant's the wrong word for it. He for wasn't sure. a tyrant. He wasn't because he wasn't he, a dictator. He, he was a dictator. He, he was voted in four times and niggas was just mad. It was like, oh, he's just, you, only, are you anti term limits? No, I'm not anti term limits, but term he limits. He was. Term limits didn't exist for him. They, 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 there was not a law. There was not a term limit. Exactly. Right. He there didn't, was a norm. He didn't violate a law. I agree. I agree with you. He, so so I don't after him, So people like, are just mad because people liked him. After, <laughs> like, like, that's it. I'm mad because he didn't give me a house, but I, like, I'm not going to be on a term limit shit. Like, you could have given some shit to black people, but still, like, he, he wasn't a tyrant. They voted him in four fucking times. Do you know any modern president who could have been vo voted in four times? I don't think any modern president could have been voted in four, won in four times. <laughs> you don't think so? They went Obama. They went Obama. Popular. They went Obama Trump. <laughs> Well, that's also because they gave they put up Hillary. That is true. Yeah, like, it was called douchebag versus turd sandwich. South Park got it right. We I don't. I don't think Obama. I think Obama could have possibly won a third term. I don't think he would have won a fourth. Depends how well he did. I don't think he would have won a fourth. But what? Okay, yeah. I, I think he could have. There's, there's very few. Reagan, I, I, I think I Reagan could have won three or I four. I think they put like because it depends on who they put him up against, right? Yeah. The for problem sure. is the Republican Party is completely squished now that they realize they can lean into douchebaggery and being complete racism. Like Trump That's showed him, like, ridiculous. hey, you. He's like, hey, what? They, they can't just lean into that. They have to give some kind of. Have you been paying attention? Uh, that's what I'm. These people opposed the election. 
Like, and I'm talking about the, the, I, the, that. I'm talking about the Congress people who a voted. Thousand to, people. Or no, no, I'm people? talking about the Congress people who voted oh, to not yeah. certify the election. Ted Cruz, I think, cost himself his career. I think. No. January sixth. No. We'll see whenever he comes up for election. That's what I'm trying to fucking tell you. These people are gonna stay in. They're gonna revote in Abbott. They're gonna revote in Cruz. I'm telling you. I am telling you, these people are so with the right wing that they like they've been. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Beto O'Rourke almost won Texas, just like Hillary almost won Texas. What's almost? It's it's not like this is like this ridiculous deep red state. Yes, it you, is. It's it's one of the redder states. Do you know what is considered? Why are you leaving California and New York coming to Texas? Do you know what is considered the most racist state in the country? Probably Mississippi, Texas. That's ridiculous. Do you know what they base that on? What KKK chapters? Do you know how many Texas has? Do you know how many Texas has? I don't know. Give a guess. Well, my uncle Ray Ray said. Uh, Just give a guess to how many chapters of the KKK you think are here. One hundred fifty. Jesus Christ! No. I wouldn't be here if it was 150. 18. <laughs> That's nothing. Do you know what the second place of Alabama has? What? Nine. So number one has twice. Texas is gigantic. But still, number one has twice and how a number big are these two. Chapters. Too big because they exist. Yeah, but there's all there's there's hate groups all over the place. Jesus Christ. You always with the all <laughs> every <not> time. <laughs> Mark, can you help me out with every time I say something, he's like. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm just going to sign out with that because <laughs> I don't think there's any more else to say on that issue. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. <laughs> thank you, Mark, Jesse for finally speaking up next week. Oh, you yeah. got Jesse next week? Oh, Jesse's my dude. He's going to be funnier than me. <laughs> he won't get in this deep. <laughs> hey, well, we had a, a very unique uh, conversation and not, uh, something we've touched on a ton. Something mm. maybe we should touch on more um, uh, more serious topics. I'd be interested in it. In it. And I'm always open to learn. So I, I, even though I push back on some stuff, it's not like I'm not open to learning. Right. So. Well, thank you very much for coming by. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll Bye. see you all next week. Right at three hours.